live from Hollywood, California, and somewhere deep inside the United Kingdom. It's the Andy and Amanda Show. Which just now became a classic. <laughs> this is a program you do not want to miss, featuring very special guests and all the news that you might not want to hear. And a program that you might not want to hear. That's why you want to hear it, of course. It's Coast to Coast with Andy, Kimball, and Amanda Love. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. It is indeed. We say that every time we get on the show, we can't believe we're doing it. What a leap. Holy smokes. This is Andy Kimball. We have Amanda Love in the UK. That must mean this is the Andy and Amanda show. It's Freaky Free Flow and Friday or whatever we name this crazy Friday show of ours. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? Good uh, evening there. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, there you are. Yes, we lost you for a minute, but you're back. Welcome, welcome back to the show. I thought you heard... uh, I thought you just heard me for a minute there saying hi, and you said, I'm not putting up with this guy again, and you left us, you know, I figured, you know. No, I, I sat here answering your question, and I was doing great with a glass of wine in hand, and then the next thing I know, you're saying, oh, she's not really here. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't. I thought, I, yeah. you know, because uh, you know, I thought you were going to leave. You knew what my, I, I was going to ask you out on a date, and I figured you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming, and then and then you left. That was it. Story of my life. You know what I mean? Because you know, I gotta tell you something. You know, you my know baby, what? You when know? you go out with me, money means nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. Are you gonna ask? Okay, so where were we going? I don't know. Do you like uh, golf? <laughs> How about bowling? Let's go bowling. Ah, uh, mm. bowling. Yeah, now you're talking. Mm. I like golf, but that's not really my game. I prefer uh, bowling. Yeah. Okay, we'll go bowling. That's a pretty good day. That sounds good. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, and then we should be, we should be a camera crew. A- a- Andy and Amanda go out on a date. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, in my life, I would throw the ball and go down the uh, bowling alley with the ball. <laughs> my fingers. <laughs> well, there goes Amanda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how you well, been, how babe? You I'm doing great, Sorry. thank you. I just yeah, saw, yeah. I got to tell you, because this is so fresh on my mind. Okay. Uh, I went. I had a gig yesterday, an actual gig, and the gig was to attend American, uh, the taping of American Idol, uh, and oh, the TV yeah. show. And I got to tell you something, folks. It was amazing. It was absolutely incredible to be on set, to be there in this very intimate club-like but gigantic studio. But they made it a very intimate nightclub, like a West LA nightclub studio. Wow. The lighting was amazing. The set designs amazing. You know, the ceiling comes down with different lights and waterfalls and, and neon and and purple and blues and flashing and you know just every single performer had a completely different stage lighting setup. The band was incredible. I'm sitting here. Wow. Thinking, How do you get? And, and here's what the show is. And this will be broadcast in two weeks. You'll see it, and maybe you'll see me. Um, you probably will see me actually because I'm right behind the judges <laughs> making bunny ears behind their heads. Listen, um, here's the uh, th- this setup. So I want to promote America. I-, I I have not watched American Idol in years. You know, since uh, Simon and you know the you know it's been a l- years. This show's been on for God knows how long now. I don't want to say the wrong number, but I know it's been a really really long time, and it's been a really long time since I've seen it. 
And um, I actually got a gig to go, but, you know, to be part of a very intimate crowd, you know, and they, they can't just open it up to everybody because of COVID and so forth. So they need to bring in, um, um, I don't want to say to bring in actors, but uh, that's how I got the gig. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but no, it, 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 I was part of the audience. I, I truly, hey, I was in the audience. All right. So wow. we'll leave that as, as, as it is. So, uh, and here's the deal um, that, um, the show, which you'll see in two weeks, and I'll remind everybody to watch American Idol because I, I've, I've, obviously I haven't seen what's on tape. They probably took one look at me and cut that part. I'm probably on the room floor, which has been the story of my life. But anyway, um, no. The, the, <laughs> no. <laughs> but the, uh, the show is, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with American Idol, but they narrow it down. You have all these contestants. They get everybody in, and then they select the ones who are going to Hollywood. Oh, you're going to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, um, and, um, and then, uh, what, um, what was then, uh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, 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 yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, you go to Hollywood and, uh, you know, and, and, um, if you, know, you don't like it, I'm gonna whoop you. Yeah. Oh, you know, you okay. Hollywood. Cool. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, they go to Hollywood and then they narrow it down from the top, I think, 24, 25 to the top, you know, whatever, the top 10, the top whatever, and they narrow it down to the American Idol winner. So yeah. last season, because of COVID, and I, I am not aware of this because I, I don't watch the show. I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, they had American Idol at home or something where the contestants from home. Our listeners might know more than I because they're probably more or many may be more familiar with the program than I am because I, ha- again, haven't watched it. Um, yeah. So what they did is because last year was COVID and it was American Idol at home or something like that, they had the top, the people who got rejected last year, like some of them, the top 10 rejects or something, come yeah. compete this year for one spot, one spot on the top 10 American Idol 2021. So we saw wow. like, I think eight or 10 contestants from last year who didn't make it try out for one spot to become part of that top 10 this year. And I got to tell you something. They were yeah. all incredible. I mean, they wow. were amazing. And mm. some you, and once you get to that level, some you like better than others, then you can start narrowing it down from that field. And I have my favorites. With, I'm going to watch the show and vote. I would guess yeah. I vote right now. Um, but I got to tell you something, folks. Um, I'll remind you guys because maybe I might be on American Idol, you know, but um, – um, I'll remind you, you know, before the show goes on. Can you imagine seeing me on American Idol dancing there? I was dancing and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that would mm-hmm. be awesome. <laughs> oh, wait till you see I, me. Wait you see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I got to tell you, I had – and it was a long day. I showed up at uh, 3.30. I got out at 8.30. And, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, with no food or drink or anything. Had a found this great Italian restaurant called uh, De Bella's um, on – Beverly Boulevard in Hollywood, if you're coming out to California. And it was, you know, one of the only, we went to the Grove. A lot of you have heard of the Grove afterward. A bunch of us went over there. And uh, hour and a half way to Cheesecake Factory, went up down the Grove. Uh, the Grove Amanda is this incredible outdoor complex uh, in Hollywood, uh, shopping mall okay. complex. Outside with fountains and music and the fountain. It's just incredible. Ooh, and there's all these stores beautiful. and shops. And there's a big farmer's market on one end of it and uh, great food down there. But there was an hour and a half wait, you know, to go in Cheesecake Factory, hour wait there. Found this barbecue joint that looked dead. We didn't want to go in there. And yeah. uh, so it's okay. I guess we're not going to find anything to eat at the Grove. Ventured on down. It's just past this place on Beverly Boulevard called, I think, the Bellas. Uh, 
Dellas, 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 maybe either Dellas or Bellas. Um, oh, went okay. in as at this kind of outdoor indoor patio, and it's great to go actually kind of enter the front door of a restaurant and sit down. This place was incredible. They make their own wow. pasta. The food was amazing. We had oh my mm. gosh, was it great? Um, anyway, folks, a little plug for them because they were just phenomenal. It's called uh, uh, Dell's, and it's on uh, Beverly Boulevard in Hollywood. Just stumbled upon it by accident. Went there after being on American Idol, and what a great night it was. I just I just got to tell you because. With COVID and everything, we you know I you know I never do anything. I rarely go out a couple of places here and there, but just to go out hear not only a band but hear like ten amazing acts, be part of a TV yeah. show, American Idol, go out for dinner afterward after the year that we've been through with COVID, I'm still high from the night. I got if you can't tell, it was it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, you do find it a little high for. Uh... On a Friday. I mean, this is, this is your normal self anyway, but you've, you've got that spark about you tonight, darling. You've got that spark. Well, today for you, it's tonight for me, Thank right? You. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because there I am, you know, American Idol is, hits pop artists and I was sitting there, well, I'm not sitting there, I was up there dancing with the rest of them and I was kind of feeling, God, am I the old man here? Am I, am I, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling Who kind of, you know. how old you are? <laughs> it's how, how you feel, how you look. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was feeling, how you feel on the inside. Yeah. I was feeling well, you know, I was feeling kinda well anyway, I was feeling kinda <laughs> You were feeling good. <laughs> I was feeling good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad it went really well. I was thinking about it all yesterday. I was thinking, Oh, I wonder how he's getting on and uh Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you had so much fun. It was great. And and listen, if uh, – and I have a connection to American Idol, and Amanda, if uh, we will get – Cornell and I were talking. Uh, oh, and also, uh, the, the host of American Idol, uh, Ryan Seacrest, mm. he was he was great. He was just um, – he was amazing. What a great guy. And and he is so busy. He, he hosts a radio show. I don't know if it's a daily radio show, I think, or something. He does yeah. the uh, Kelly and, and Ryan show in New York. I was thinking when he was done American Idol last night, does he then get on a jet, fly to New York, and, and record – and do, you know, show up in New York, sleep on the plane. But I just I had to tune in TV this morning. I never do this. I never watch morning television. I had to tune in the Kelly and Ryan show um, on TV this morning, and he was grown in a little mustache and beard. I'm thinking there's no way that happened since I saw him yesterday. So he must pre-record that. Or I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he grew it in the plane. I don't really know. But um, <laughs> but he was great. He He was the whole production of American Idol. It was just fantastic. I, I just can't. I could go on about it, but it was just. You, so my point here is, I've got some connections to American Idol and the people who cast it and bring in the audiences. So, um, what my invitation is, email Andy and Amanda Show at gmail dot com. If you would like to be part of the audience of American Idol, you email me, and I will wow. see what I can make happen. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I have some connections. You know what I'm saying? Do so, it, people. Um, come on. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to come to, I, I guess you can't come out of town. I don't know how they're doing it. I, I'm not, I don't know how they're doing it. But if you come in, if you come to California, and you want to have some fun, and uh, and I could, you know, if if not American Idol, I can get you to see uh, maybe Jimmy Kimmel Live, maybe a couple of game shows, maybe you know some other things. But but e- email us, email the Andy and Amanda Show. We're your connection to Hollywood. Um, so, <laughs> Hollywood. So, yeah, uh, so come on over. Email me if you want to see American Idol or maybe uh, The Voice or maybe uh, a Bachelor World or whatever you call it or uh, Naked Dating, I think it's called, whatever it is. What? What's that? <laughs> is that a thing? 
It is. They have a naked. They put these two na- people on the island. You show up totally naked, and they survive okay. like Survivor, naked. Ah, okay. So that's television, a new, that's a new, television's reached if, that far. Okay. If you want to see that one, starring Amanda and Andy, you definitely want to come out and get. I'll get your tickets to that for sure. In my backyard, I can wow. accommodate like three. Or, I can accommodate maybe an audience of three or four. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little shy. I'm a little shy. Yeah, you and me both. I'll tell you. You know, yeah. no way. Anyway, um, but but seriously, if you want to come out and uh, and you know, depending on when you can come out uh, and want to see American Idol, I will direct you accordingly. Maybe get you to see that show or a couple. Also, Bill Maher. A few other shows that you might want to see uh, the taping of, and it's, you know, come out to California, come out to Hollywood, and and what you got to see, you know, these shows being made, you know, what you see on your TV screen, you know, for all these years, or what, you know, you turn it on, you see a show, a live show, whatever it might be, or a game show, and uh, and it's a long day, or a long night. I mean, it is. It goes on for a while, and there's a probably a period of time where you might get a little bored, really, but but at least you're there, and you see how mm-hmm. these things are done, and once then you turn on your TV, and you'll say, you know, I know, I know what's going on behind the scenes. I've been there. It's so cool how they actually do that. And all the crew and cast and assistant directors and producers they have running around, it's amazing. And, and one thing, so I was thinking last night, what a cool gig that would be to have. Like, how do you get that gig? You know, how do you get yeah. you know, yeah. to be a, you know, one, of the, you know, one of the assistant production people, the assistant crew of these shows? And there's a lot I of people. I admire it. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and they come from somewhere. I mean, they're, they're, you know, the people are doing that. And I, I must say, it's, you know, there are some older folks. Um, and they're probably union workers in the production booth and the, you know, the crew and the carpenters and all that. They're probably union people who've been there for a while and they're, you know, older folks. They look like they've been there for their whole lives. But there's a whole younger crew of assistant production staff, you know, with probably an hourly gig of 15, 20 bucks an hour, whatever I would imagine. But they're, uh, you know, it's an entry level position, but it must be kind of cool, you know, to come out to Hollywood and maybe, maybe want to be an actor and maybe try to get a gig and audition for something. But, you know, to make some money on the side and help with your rent and bills, you know, hey, you know, maybe I'll go over to ABC or CBS and see if I can get a gig in, um, you know, in the studio or, or helping with the audiences when they come in and seating them or doing whatever. Um, yeah. Somebody's got to do it. It could be, it could be you. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there for, for folks that might have interest in coming out here to, uh, to California, because when you do get go out and about here in Southern California, it is indeed a great, great place to explore. It, it is. I I can go on. I can't wait to come out here, Amanda. We're going to have some fun showing you around and oh, I would love that, Andy. Really that. And, and you know, funny. I was talking to Cornell briefly. This, Cornell, folks, is uh, Cornell Butler is the guy who makes this show possible. He introduced Amanda and I. We've never met. None of us have ever met. And uh, Cornell is the guy who kind of guides the show along and orchestrates a lot of the guests and takes us from point A to point B, and he, I, I, he's somewhat like a producer, but we, we more or less call him a coordinator because um, yeah. he kind of coordinates the show. He doesn't kind of get involved in the technical production yet, little well, does he know. But anyway, but little does he know. But um, uh, but right now he's the coordinator of the show, and um, and he you know makes this thing happen and made the show possible. So, um, But Cornell and I were talking on the phone this morning, um, about wouldn't it be cool if if we brought Amanda over here and actually did a cable morning show, uh, you know, with a couch and a TV show and an audience and had guests here in Hollywood, and we did a a California cable TV show, you know, or YouTube show, uh, the Andy wow. and Amanda show on on TV, you know, live television show, 
that we could wow. maybe, mig- maybe migrate from 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 this radio show to a YouTube TV show, which maybe we can take from YouTube to a cable channel someday or whatever. You know, why, why not do that? You know, yeah. where, where do we start here? You and I have completely different careers than what we're doing here. It's our main gigs, as, as a lot of you might might um, might already know, or if you don't know, uh, Amanda is a composer, a graphic designer, an amazing designer, very talented. Um, and a composer, musician, synthesizer, all you know, and a singer does all this amazing, amazing work. And uh, and my full time gig for uh, yeah, deservedly. And uh, and my full time gig is a hobo. So listen, um, <laughs> when... <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, you're what, amazing. What's my job? <laughs> yeah, really. That's all. Yeah. Well, let's see. You're a, a joker, a musician, a pilot, um, mm. actor. Mm. Um, uh, and, you're a boat broker, is that right? And, and I'm you a snotty uh, little yeah. bastard. And that too, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a yacht broker. I am, although I'm not really doing that right now. But I'm a licensed California yacht broker because I have a passion about sailing. And when I have a passion about something, I dive into it. I, I, I become it. I don't do it, you know. So I love sailing. I said, hell, I'm going to become a boat broker. Goddamn it! I took my test and passed it. I'm a licensed California broker. Anyway, nice to say I'm doing anything with you. But my full-time gig really is I'm a, I'm a songwriter and, and performer of acoustic folk and blues music, and that's my real job. And my website is andykimblekimbel.com. And speaking of andykimble.com, um, the release of um, uh, the single guitar jam single that was <laughs> – what's it called? Do you know? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me think. Yeah, oh, it's my, called yeah. Bread and Butter. No, it's called uh, Rolling Butter. No, no, it's called On a On a Roll or Butter on a Roll. No, it's called On, on a Roll. Just On a Roll. Thank you. Yeah, it's called On a Roll, and it just was released yesterday on Amazon and and iTunes and YouTube and, and everywhere you can buy a tune. It's ninety nine cents on Amazon. Andy Kimball. On a roll. Just came out yesterday. It's really a fun. I must say so myself. We use part of it as intro on the show for a while and exit music. Um, it's a real fun guitar jam. I had a lot of fun doing it. It was impromptu. Totally made up as we went along. Recorded it. Did a few different tracks. And uh, and it was recommended. Hey man, that's a real cool tune. Put it out there. I just, I'm like just just as a, just by itself like this guitar jam. Yeah, it's great. Put it out. So we released it and it came out yesterday. It's 99 cents. And guess how yours truly makes a living by people spending hmm. a dollar by people spending a dollar for an Andy Kimball song. That's how I make a living when I'm not obviously out there touring and doing shows. It's an internet existence. It's an internet career, and and it's been okay. It was great. Uh, um, uh, you know, well, was I'm not going to say it was great. You know, COVID was a disaster, and I wish it never happened, and I could have just resumed my career. Probably would have never done this. So, hmm, we can debate that. Maybe, maybe. anyway, because uh, this is wonderful. But, but the positives um, and negatives, right? The yeah. positives and negatives. This show came out of yeah. This show came out of COVID, and if and if it weren't for COVID, we'd not be here. But I would have been out touring and playing guitar, and maybe making lots of money. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so, but but uh, no, I I love doing this apps, and we're, I love you know meeting Amanda. It's the best thing. It's you know one of the highlights of of my life, let alone my career. No, and um, <laughs> so um, but anyway, um, yeah. So I was saying, I just got to plug this because I was told to. 
Um, <laughs> that AndyKimball.com is the website, and I do make my living, my income, and pay my bills by my music career. And I'm uh, asking everybody to spend a dollar to support that. And uh, if, if not, if you don't buy on, a, I've never done this before on the show. Do you know that, Amanda? First time I've ever done, done a plug for myself in a year. This is true. Anyway, this is very true. so uh, I guess I can stop now. But you get the idea. Uh, Ninety-nine cents <laughs> on a roll. Thank you very much for supporting. Andy Kimball. <laughs> anyway, moving Absolutely. right along. Yeah. For a dollar, <laughs> goddammit. It's a goddamn dollar. A dollar. All right? We have thousands of listeners, and, you know, a dollar. Okay? One dollar. Amazon, wherever. iTunes, a dollar. I shall be purchasing this evening. Hey, see, Amanda, follow Amanda's footsteps. You know what I mean? <laughs> follow Amanda. I hate doing this. I really, I truly do hate doing this. You need to know that. I'm not comfortable yeah, asking people to buy music and and, no. and and support me by giving me a fucking dollar. You know what I'm saying? You're a, a very humble dude. Very humble. I, I do not feel comfortable doing that. I must say that as part of my little plug for me. So, anyway, enough of that. Because uh, you know, as they say, you know, um, you know, I'm. I'm you know, You're a contemptible lowlifer talking this way about this country. About mm-hmm. <laughs> asking people for money. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Andy! No, no, it's, it's, it's you know this platform is is a beautiful thing, and we're not the type of people who sit here day after day. Oh yeah, buy our stuff, you know, listen to this, do this, and we 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 don't even really ask people to listen to the show all the time. People just seem to want to listen to the show, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, Andy, you are very humble, and this is one of the first times you've ever asked for such things, and. Yes, of course, we've talked about our careers and stuff before, but that's just so people know who we are and what we do. They get to know us. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And yeah. I might, yeah. and, and while we're doing it, Mandy, in all, in all, in all due fairness and much deserved respect, um, mm-hmm. you are a musician, very talented musician. And we, maybe we should even do more. We were playing more music on our show for a while there, but uh, you know, I, I'm kind of liking what we're doing now. But um, your music is out there. And um, it, it, tell, tell our audience how one could... You think, you think I play guitar? What do you hear this girl play music and compose and sing? And you know, no, play her tunes on the show. We we have. Uh, you know, I I wish I, off the top of my head I don't remember which show, but no, we played your music on the show uh, to much delight of our listeners and to yours truly. Um, Bless and Amanda you. does. Amanda does. Hey, we should make this whole show just plugging your, your you know, your, you and, <laughs> and, and I. Your, <laughs> the whole show. Let's uh, see how many no, people hang up I, on us. <laughs> no, I, I I don't consider myself to be like one of those top producers or performers because uh, let's face it, there are plenty more people out there I see as more talented than myself. But that's always like I think a personal insecurity that many artists have. Um, you know, they 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 want to produce what they feel inside, and I give that to the world as a gift. That's certainly how I see my music as a gift myself. I enjoy doing it. I've never really. Uh, pushed it out there and said, you know, buy this, you know, because I think it's that great that you should buy it. I I produced it because I love it. If people want it, that's a beautiful thing, and I will be very grateful for that. I haven't actually put my music out to, to buy. I know Cornell was saying to me, Amanda, get your music on iTunes and all those platforms because, you know, people will buy your stuff. Um, I've yet to do that. I've uploaded my songs to YouTube on Amanda Love Music, um, and i got a Facebook page and an Instagram that people can check me out on, but I, I'm like, I, I try to be humbled in what I do. It's, it's never been the ultimate drive that, that says you're going to be an artist, you're going to be a top producer. I've been extremely passionate about music since I was a very, very young child, 
and I've just not had, I guess, all the right nudges um, uh, or people saying to me, do this and push it. My parents were very supportive. My friends were very supportive. Yeah. You're very talented. They said you should do something with it. But yeah, I, I needed that drive within myself to do it. And for years I didn't. I, I turned towards graphic design and art um, because everybody said I was, was really good at that as well. So that seemed a more safer and realistic career because I didn't believe in myself enough. And that's the truth of the matter. So, mm. you know, past couple of years that, that drive has been there, that, that spark, that inspiration to produce something that is within me that I know I can give and I know I can create and I know exists within me. And the the last couple of songs that I've sent to you, Andy, that you, you seem to like, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful, yeah, uh, they are a product of that belief in myself and that will only grow and that snowball effect will take place and You're, my it, belief in self will grow too. So, yeah. I know, I know, I know it will too. It's really hard. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> I love when you talk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been yeah. t- it's been tough for musicians. It's been very tough for musicians this past year. We know why. Four carriers of the plague who will infect their miserable brethren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and indeed, uh, we you know we talk about that all the time on this show. Um, but anyway, uh, so now that we've had this great conversation, a couple of things I want to talk about. We do have a guest coming on board, I believe. Uh, you yes. want to tell us about about her just for a minute, Amanda, and then we'll go into some news here and uh, and and see if we can get our guests on the line. But go go ahead, tell us about who's coming on the show today, or who who's scheduled to come on the show today. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Lakai coming on the show, who's an internationally known author and self love coach, a musician, a visual artist. Um, she is an absolute legend, and absolutely looking forward to having that chat with her, Andy. She's written uh, various books, and she promotes. Um, self-love and uh, healing and loves to inspire people. She's also a very, very talented musician. And uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing this lady for quite a while now. I need to um, ask her how long we've known each other because it's beyond me. I've known Cornell for about 16 years and I've known mm. uh, Lakai for, for a little less than that. Um, so I've had the pleasure of watching her blossom into this stunning butterfly and transform in many ways. And it's, it's an honor to have her on the show and have this chat with her. So um, I hope you guys are, are looking forward to this and ready for this. Cause I know we are. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely. And I know I've got several links uh, to her YouTube music that she did a while back and links to her website and her books yeah. and, and uh, very, very talented. And we'll look forward to uh, hearing that conversation um, when she joins our show, which should be momentarily. But uh, before that, um, I want to dive into just some of the news that's going on here that we've heard about. Uh, we, um, uh, you know, Major League Baseball uh, here. Baseball is a big thing, obviously, in the States. Um, mm. The season um, started, and, you know, in Texas, um, they're opening the stadium, Texas Stadium where the Rangers play, uh, with no mask requirement and, and 100% occupancy. So, uh, so Texas is hosting a spreader event via the Major, Major League Baseball. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how the folks or listeners down in Texas. I know you're down there. I don't know how you how you and I you know listen. Our number here. God, do you know we haven't said our number. We have you know we haven't. <laughs> number it's, eight. Uh, no, no, number eight. Yeah, just 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 our numbers. Just just go bet on eight. See what happens. I'm telling you. Go to the track. <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. the track. Bet on our number eight to win. You got it. 
Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. As Amanda said, join the show, folks. Uh, we'll talk about what you want to talk about. It's just free flow on Friday. Whatever's on your mind is what we will talk about on the show. You can control the show on Fridays. Well, you can control the show any day. Any. No, <laughs> yeah. but especially Fridays. Um, 515-605-9888. If you're joining us internationally and you have a headset and microphone, you can get on the show by emailing um, Andy and Amanda show at gmail.com and we'll send you back live on the show. We'll send you a link that'll connect you right to our board here and you can join the show that way. Amazing technology we have here on the Andy and Amanda show. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, well, there's a bunch of news I want to, uh, I want to go over here and, and talk about, but we're going to bring on, uh, our, our guest here in uh, just a minute. Uh, let me see if I can hit the right button, and then we will return to the news, which I know we want to get to today as well, and we will, we will, hey, you know, but uh, first things <laughs> come first, and let me see if Absolutely. we can make this work here. Hello, are you there? I am, I am, hello. Hello, hello. Donald, woo, we got her on. We just, we, we Amanda just, Amanda just did this incredible plug because uh, I was admiring your website and your your YouTube videos that you did, the music you did previously, and your website. And and Amanda went on to do this incredible plug about your career and what you are doing, which was uh, I don't know if you heard it or not, but you know, hey, pat on the back to you. Yeah. You know, great job. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate the love. I really do. Amanda is an You're amazing welcome. person as well. Sure. Yes, she is. Thank you, sweetheart. You know, Amanda and I have never met. You know, we've never met. We've not, we're no? doing a show now. For, no, we no. we have 200 and no. some shows together. We've never met. Mm-hmm. You guys got to make that happen soon. You, yeah, I know, oh, right? Oh, 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 can we, yeah, mm-hmm. can we talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What is he like? I know, I know. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. So how are you, Teresa? I'm so happy to have um, you here. I'm a uh, man. I am. I feel elated to be here. I'm, and I'm feeling. I'm feeling incredible. I'm feeling magnificent, actually. And I, I'm. I feel so blessed to even be asked to be a part of you guys' show. So thank you so much. Oh, you're great having you board. It's well deserved. The floor is yours, my sweetie pie. Um, I wanna. I want everybody to hear about what it is you do. The the books that you've released. Um, anything that you want to share about your life, um, what's inspired you to um, to write these books, you know, the transformations you've been through. So wherever you want to start, that is perfect with us, and we'll we'll move with you and uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about, my darling. Okay, awesome. My name is Lakai, the Freedom Writer. Yeah. I am an author. I am an MC. I am a uh, a a soulful love coach, a visual artist. I am I'm I am just an overall creator. Yes, and uh, my main mm-hmm. focal point is just teaching myself and others how to just show up for themselves, teaching people how to love on themselves. That's that's yeah. that's my passion. And um Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's this like man, I could go I could I could go a while for all the different things that I do, but ultimately I think that's the that's the center of it. Okay, okay. So what inspired you? I mean, obviously you've had life experiences, okay, that, that's that's triggered these these beautiful movements in your journey that said, okay, so I'm going to go in this direction. I want to support people. I want to inspire people. I want to show them 
how to truly love themselves because obviously things have happened in your life to uh, make you stop in your path and say, okay, I deserve all the love that um, I've been giving out to others. You know, life is teaching me that I need to focus on myself. How can I improve myself and overcome so many different things? Um, so if you don't mind sharing with us, um, oh, something that you would absolutely. share like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um and, and, and you 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 hit it right on the on the head. I think uh life for a while life dragged my ass, you know, and yeah. I I didn't know I didn't know what it meant to actually show up for myself. I had yeah. no idea. And um I think for a good majority of my life I, I was playing it small. Like I when I was younger I had a lot more you know, a lot more courage in certain areas. Yeah. But I can definitely remember for the for the majority of my life, I've had a lot of uncertainty, or just uh, of 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 how I how I needed to show up, um, yeah. and I would always go above and beyond for other people, especially within relationships. Um, of course, yeah. But I I just didn't I didn't do the same. I didn't give myself that same honor and that same love and respect, and it yeah. just, it, it just it wore me out. I got to the, I did it to the to the point of exhaustion, and. Um, I think early 2018 was like my my last straw with that, and uh, was like the end of a, a long engagement, and uh, it was yeah. like about three months before I was set to be married. It's like everything came crumbling down around me, and it was yeah. it was uh it was just it was horrible. It was it was a horrible experience, but yeah. when I was when I just got quiet, when I sat quiet, I said this is. I saw all of this coming more than that. It's just like, how could you see things coming and, and not take an alternate route? You know? Yeah. So that yeah. was what told me, okay, you, you need to, you need to show up. You need to, you need to work on loving yourself and yeah. stop expecting others to do what you're not willing to do consistently for yourself. So that's yeah. what really put me, that's what really put me uh like laser sharp focus on this path. Yeah. But I, it, I think my first book, in, in writing my first book, which is where you and I really, really uh, met, Amanda, my first book, Dear Sky, It's Me Again. Yeah, yeah. That was my first, yeah, that was my first dance with being an author and really saying, hey, if I'm out here struggling and learning how to do it, I know that I'm not the first one, but let me let me, let me me try and help the little people because it's best that they get it early so that, that they're not 30-something like me trying to figure it out, Aww. you know? So yeah. that, that's what made me take that journey. But music was my yeah. first love before before yes. releasing books. Yeah, yeah I remember you doing your thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember us being connected on Facebook that, that long time ago, and you were putting your stuff out there, and I was sharing your um, your artwork uh, for one of your covers, I think you had the sachet on there, and you sat there with your like um, black leather jacket on with fur on the hood, looking badass. Oh I was like, this God, impressive. That was so long ago, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been around for a long time. I, I have, didn't I even have. realize it. <laughs> yeah. You never know who's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was it was good. Good to watch you uh, transform and you know, turn into this, this beautiful butterfly going from one aspect to another, you know. Um, but your books were and are incredible. Like, the, the book you just mentioned, Andy, I purchased yes. one of her books. Yes, uh, okay. The, the, mm-hmm. the initial um, reason for me purchasing that w- book was because I had a nephew 
that was due to be born. And I wanted to give him a beautiful gift from myself and um, Lakai and show him that self-love is important, belief in self is important, especially for children because of all the things you learn, the patterns you learn, you know, everything, it gets imprinted on you. And so when I saw her book, I was like, yes, yes, I'm buying that. But I ended up buying two copies. And from there, it's just like, I recommend people read the book. Um, it's just incredible. And I can't wait for him to understand everything in this book because he's only he's only just just turned two so um mm, mm. you know i'm going to progress that with him and um i noticed you got some other titles because i've got the the dear sky it's me again um but you've got yes. lucy's journey to freedom and the amazing alphabet sky as well yes yes and those amazing. those are all my children's books um oh, wow. after dear yeah. sky i yeah. saw how uh, i saw how um how easy it was to put it together. Now, now publishing it and and uh, actually bringing the physical fruition—that's a different story. It took—I it took, had to jump a couple hurdles to get that part done. Yeah. But the creation part was so easy. So once I did Dear Sky, I was like, oh, okay. You know, now, now I understand how it flows. Yeah. And I just put energy into that, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't just have one book out there floating. I said, let me. Let me let me let me try my hand in on some different areas. So just uh planting the seed of of confidence and self esteem in children is so important. Uh and me being a mother uh is what encouraged that also because like I would look at my daughter and say, Man, I wanna make sure that she's not thirty something trying to figure this love this self love thing out too. Yeah. So she was definitely a huge part of the inspiration for me, and she she's almost uh, 21. She'll be 21 next next week, actually. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, her. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. What's, what's her name? What's, what's your daughter's name? Her name is Her name is Amaya. I call her Little Face, but her name is Amaya. Oh. Well, oh, Little Face Amaya, Amaya we want to send we want to send our birthday <laughs> greetings out to you from the Andy and Amanda show. It's a week early, but happy birthday to you, kiddo! Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Thank you. She, she's listening. She's actually she's actually listening in right now. So hey, I'm girl. Sure hey, girl. It. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say thank you, uh, thank you, Amanda, because you you made it possible for me to even link with James Mariko. Shouts out to James Mariko in uh, Nairobi, Kenya. And you, you sending them that book actually opened the doors for me to be accommodated and actually go over to orphanages and schools over in Kenya and wow. teach, the, uh, teach the jewels of self-love. So thank you so much for that. I, I'm oh. sure you didn't know when you did it at the time <laughs> what fruit <laughs> it would bear, but, well, man, it was, thank you, thank it was you so much. Moments. It was one of those moments, you know, where you feel like guided or inspired. I, like I said, I bought two books and I was talking to James at the time and, um, you know, I really felt like I needed to help the children in some way. I, I ended up getting these wristbands printed for them that says, I am loved, I am special. And just so they were aware that there are people in the world who care about their situation, even if, you know, yeah. their environment speaks differently. And when I saw that book, I thought, you know what, it's selfish just to have one for my nephew let me provide one for them to send it over for them and said, James, look, here's this book from a wonderful lady I know. It's so inspiring, and I want to be able to lift the children in some way. So I am so happy that that connection happened for you and for James. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Life-changing. So, so it was life-changing for me. It really was. And, uh, I mean, I, I recall, because I, I actually ended up staying for a month. And wow. And I recall wow. being there 
so many life changing moments. I found myself at times just I, there were times where I just I just broke down and started crying because I was like I can't believe I'm mm-hmm. here. I'd always wanted to go since I was a kid. I always said one day, man, I'm, I'm going to go there. But sometimes you'll say wow. things and you don't know how it's going to come about. Yeah, and it happened. That's it happened. incredible. And, uh, and, and to stay for a whole month that 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 was a part that that was you know that that blew my wig back. I was like, what? I had no idea it was that long that's incredible darling I'm so happy that you had that experience that's just that see that's just proven to me that you know to trust that that inner voice that says do this do that you know even if it just feels like should I oh I don't know about that and just do it (laughs) right man thank you thank you so much thank you so much um, so my um after these children's books I yeah. have uh I now have a new book called Fifty Ways to Love Yourself Now, which is yes. a book for the ladies. So, so to go from children's oh, books. I, I, I want to hey, hear about this. Oh, yeah, do you? <laughs> I do. Yeah, it was a it was a big big step to even have the courage to okay. Kids are one thing; they they like colors and animals, and I was like that was a that was a piece of cake. That was a cakewalk yeah. to create, but to 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 make something for women and just for adults in general, I had a harder time because I felt like, yeah. man, people can be so critical. And I didn't yeah. know how it was going to turn out. But I had yeah. the opportunity to include, because uh, I am a visual artist as well, I paint. So I had the opportunity to wow. just kind of take my ideas of abstract art. And I also, I didn't just use my own art. I also used like, uh, you, you know, you have the art that you can actually buy online and and I, so I used some of that too to just bring the bring the colorful book to life, you know. And uh, that was so much fun. the The artistic part was fun, but yeah. as I was writing it, it was oh, I was I was jittery at times because I was like, man, I don't know how this is gonna come across, but I'm gonna yeah. I'll just do my best to convey the message of get get to it, get like 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 go inside, go within, and find yeah. out what it is that that makes you you. And and hone yeah. in on it, and and try your best to release judgment, and and, yeah. and get out here and start living life from that side and through those lenses, as opposed to the I don't know if I can or I don't yeah. know if I'll be accepted. When yeah. when I started showing up for myself like that, man, I I know the magic that it created for me. So I was like, I know if it can, I, if I can do it, because yeah. my my self esteem was like it was minimal, it was wow. minimal. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, if I can do it, I know that that other women can do it too. Yeah. I mean, I can relate on so many levels. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's many of us out there who do feel like that, even men. And so it's like, uh, you do have to 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 go, like you said, go within, challenge yourself to do that and, and face that. And there's been many times that I've avoided that because it's been so much easier to stay safe and um, in the outside than it is to to focus inwardly and say, okay, so there's a problem here. And how can I turn that problem into into love and transform right. it? And I know for a lot yeah. of people that might sound like this new age kind of thinking, but there's a lot of deep inner work that can be done on any of us that transform us, whether it's a simple thing like changing one negative thought into a positive thought, and that can transform your day or a moment. So if we yeah. can do that, imagine what else you can do to transform yourself. And I think your book, darling, um, is a great start for people um, to really make that, that change within them, that give them that, that self-confidence to, to see themselves differently in the mirror 
Um, because I was reading some of the pages of your book, and yeah, I get it. You know, I haven't got even halfway through it, and I'm already really enjoying it and taking some great benefit from it. Absolutely. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank You're you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, yeah, you, my you know, darling. You know, you know what's interesting is that you know we're talking about transforming yourself into anything and self-love, but you, yeah. if we took out that word, if we took out the word of transform and replace it yeah. with the word commitment, you can commit yourself to anything you want your, to commit yourself to. And if somebody goes through life thinking that I'm not truly happy with what I'm doing or this happened to me and therefore this is what I'm doing because this event happened or this experience or I was told this when I was little and I carried that through my present life and it's still with me and how do I get out of here and this life sucks. Um, yeah. you, you have the ability. Nothing is written that didn't happen yet. Nothing is written yeah. Yeah. that did not yet happen. Yeah. The only thing that's written yeah. is what has happened in your life. And and what that can do is generate fear, rejection, uh, inability yes. to do something. But that's all yeah. made up. It, it's not yeah. true. It's because something happened. Now I'm not talking about a fear of you're hiking in the woods and a, there's a bear behind you, or you know, or something, you know, or a big bug that you're afraid of. Something. I'm not talking about that kind of fear. I'm talking about the, the fear that uh, manifests itself within your life because of an experience that happened within your life, which tends to dictate how your life you think you think is going to turn out or is. But that's yeah. not true. And we, yes. we, we have dived into that several times, uh, some more depth than others on the show previously. But, but it's kind of interesting that we're talking about that now because when you think about what you're writing and what you're saying, it is so true. It helps – you know, it, it, it's so positive uh, that um, – I mean, it's great to, to have you on the show and to, to bring this to this uh, – again, to, to our listeners and to our audience and to our podcast listeners um, in that tomorrow didn't happen yet, right? Yesterday happened. Mm-hmm. What, I just said, yeah. what I just said a minute ago, I meant you go back and – and erase it, you know, delete it and put it, you know, make, make it not happen on the podcast. But, but it did happen, and therefore I can't change it. So every morning when you get up, there's an unwritten chapter in your life that you can make magnificent. And all you need to do is commit yourself to something, to anything. And you know something? You also have the freedom to change that commitment. You can change it. Yeah. Or, if it or if the road, if the pathway to that commitment isn't happening, you run into an issue, run into an obstacle, you get upset, and then you continue to be upset, and then you get more upset, and then, oh, my God, my life isn't working out the way I wanted it to work out. Well, then then change. You don't, but, but I still want that ultimate objective. I want, to main, I want to maintain my pathway to that commitment, but this isn't working for me. Well, then change how you get there. Don't live in the world yes. of upset because how is there any – empowerment how is there any forward momentum in the world of upset there's none there's none so what we need yeah. to do is don't live there for a long time say uh oh uh oh uh there's a barricade here i have to make a u-turn or go around the barricade but i want to get there i want i want to get to my destination i just have to change the pathway and i can do that why because i'm responsible for what i do nobody else is i am and yes. i'm damn yeah. proud that i can do that i am so proud that i have the ability in my life and i have the freedom in my life nobody else does i do to do anything I want to do, and it comes out of commitment. And so many people are afraid to say, you know, walk up to somebody in the street, hey, pal, yeah, what are you committed to? They, they scratch yeah. their head and look like you're, like, you're nuts. What are you committed to? <laughs> but, but, but think to yourself, if, can you ask yourself the question, what are you committed to? Can you answer that question? How many of us can? Mm-hmm. Think about it just for a minute. How many of us can answer the question, what are you committed to, without going, uh, 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 and what and what I mean, what are you committed to? It doesn't mean what what I'm going. It doesn't mean what I'm going to do physically. It doesn't mean 
what uh, I'm committed to loving the world. I'm environmentally, you know, making sure, you know, that uh, this country moves on a forward path. And I'm committed to, well, oh, hey, that's all wonderful. Hey, great stuff. Yeah, we all, we all share that. But what I mean is, what if I didn't have a name tag on you that said your name, because of your commitment, because of your passion, because of where and what you want to do in life, what can I call you? What can, I, what can I replace your name with because of that passion, that who you are is so strong that, I, that that's what you're committed to? Not, not a job, mm. you know, not yeah. a dollar sign. Yeah. I'm committed to not a dollar sign. Who are you being? And, and I think uh, what you were talking about and your books exemplified that one after another after another. And it's so well done. Um, self-love. If you, if you don't appreciate and enjoy who you are and accept this is who I am. Hey, you know what? I'm not perfect, but nobody's perfect. But, but you know, I don't care about anybody else. I'm talking about just me. I'm not perfect. I could probably do this and do this. And if I did this, I might be able to, to ascertain a certain level, uh, you know, a, a more commitment in, of whatever that was. Um, but to be happy with who you are as a person, and you can do this, the, the, the reason why you can is because life didn't, the future of your life did not happen yet. Only the past did. So if we can just yes. cut that chain, like you're saying, the chain. I, I, there's something on the website. I got to pull this up again. Give me a minute. I got to take something right off of your website. Do, 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 okay. do, okay. do. Give me a second. Up, I'm going to read something. Okay, I'm going <laughs> <I'm gonna, laughs> to. Okay, your website. Um, focus on authentic love, confidence, and letting go is helping. Letting go. Listen to that, folks. Letting go. Letting go. Listen to how strong that is. Or focus on authentic love, confidence. First of all, confidence in your ability to let go, and we all have that ability. Confidence and letting go is helping the world transform their outlook on what it means to fully live without the chains. Okay, I, I, I want to highlight that word, the chains of self-judgment and yes. fear. Chains yes. become heavier yes. and heavier and longer and longer. Remember the uh, Charles Dickens um, Christmas Carol? When um, Jacob Morley comes in with the chains of life and the whole reverb. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Yes. Remember that? Okay. Yes. Let's, let's take – we all have those chains. We all do to whatever, to whatever yes. degree. And the hardest thing to do in life is to cut that chain, be free, enjoy who you are, and move on. And, and I'm yes. going to continue that paragraph. So you have – again, I'm reading this from your website, uh, which is selfloveisfreedom.com. Selfloveisfreedom.com. Yeah. I want everybody, I want everybody to go to that website, even for a minute to browse it. Look, look at what, look, look, look high. Is that, am I saying that right? Yes, yeah, that's look, correct. Look high, you right. are. Um, mm-hmm. um, what Lakai has expressed, what she's written, what she talks about, what her life experiences are, and how those experiences manifest themselves into what she's capable of doing today so well. Um, so, uh, I want to continue reading here. She uses her life experiences to deliver unforgettable messages throughout books, music, visual art, and speaking events. And, and there's two very, very strong words in, in this introduction on your website. Well, actually, it's more than two. Letting go. <laughs> that's two right there. <laughs> okay, one, two, letting go. Confidence, that makes three right there. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I was never really good in math. Confidence, letting go, and chains. Confidence, letting go, and change. Yeah. If we can look at, at how those confidence, do we have confidence? How does one gain confidence? What, what, what can we do to instill confidence in ourselves? We can talk about that. Letting go. How do I let go? What, you know, this happened to me when I was a kid. This, you know, I wanted to be a singer and I, and I stood up in second grade 
and I sang, and the teacher said, oh, you're off key, you're off key, you're flat. And it prohibited me from ever singing in public again. Or mm. um, I went uh, uh, to the gym, and I was in a locker room, and somebody made a vulgar comment about my body. I never wanted to take a shower in a gym again. Or I um, was at a baseball, Little League, and I struck out, and everybody said how, how I sucked, how bad I was. I struck out, and I could have hit, uh, made a hit and dr- drive the winning run home, but instead I struck out. And I could go on, but we all know I'm just making these things up, but I, I, want, I could go on and on and on. And how do they, how do these little, these little things that take just a few minutes on the clock out of our entire life, how do they manifest themselves into our life at that time that they happen and carry themselves forward into our life too in terms of what we're capable of doing yeah. down the road? And if we it's don't, we always said, well. if we only, they only, all it did was happen. That's all it did. Yeah. It took time yeah. on the clock. It happened. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything because the only thing that can make something happen in your life and make something mean happen, you know, mean something in your life is you. Yeah. Is you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Moving right along. Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the spill, Andy. Because <laughs> everything you said was 100% true. For sure. For sure. You are, um, you, are the, you are the captain. You are the captain on this ship. And I think a lot of people, they give everybody else the will to their, to their vehicle. Everybody else gets the will except yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, and and I yeah. was on the side of that for a long time. It took it took yeah. me it took me a while to realize, man, I'm I'm co-creating this. How do I mm-hmm. want to show up? Yeah, I'm yes. co-creating this. How do I want to show up? You know, and it's like once you once you become more decisive, once you set the intention for your day, start doing that every day, everything will start shifting. Yes. Everything will start shifting. I we give everybody that. else control. Yeah, yeah, you know, everybody else true. control. And I think the, the the thing that you touched on there, the co-creator, is something that um, people should really be aware of. That you know, a lot of people don't believe they have this control over their their life. That you know, society and the structure of society tells us, okay, you've got to go to school, get your education there. You've got to leave school and find this really good job, and you've got to work hard. You've got to do all these things. And yes, as much as they are true. There's that element behind it, the power of your mind, the power of your self-belief, that's going to be the thing that makes all those connections happen and manifest and become fulfilling for yourself. And um, my mind has gone blank. <laughs> happens well, to me all the time. To go a little bit deeper, uh, go a little bit deeper uh, into that, like, yeah. like uh, go to school, get a good education, and like all of yeah. that may have worked for that person that's giving you yeah. that advice. Yeah. That may not work for you. Exactly. But you yeah. don't even have the opportunity to know if you don't get to the foundation of maybe, maybe like Andy said, all of the little traumatic experiences that being embarrassed in front of class. Because whether, yeah. whether we know it or not, that can be traumatic for some people. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if you're shy and withdrawn. I've, I've been there, and, I, and, and, and for a long time I carried little scars like that, yeah. being called out on, on things and oh, not yeah. knowing how to it, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. just like if you don't take those and get to the bottom of it, get to the root of it and release it, all of that affects mm-hmm. how you even show up for a job interview. Oh, something yeah. as simple as that. You know, and like yeah. we don't even think about that. We just think, oh well I just I just maybe I just the, the job wasn't meant for me. No, it may have been because you didn't even believe that you can get it to begin with. Yeah. Or you got the job but you're accept you're accepting the minimal pay because you're afraid to negotiate because you don't feel like you deserve more than what they're offering. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's so right. small little pieces to the puzzle. Small little pieces. Yeah. All make I mean, up the life. Yeah. 
they do. They do. Yeah. You're right. And I can I can relate to that aspect you just mentioned about it at school because I was made an example of twice in my memory at school and it was in front of the whole class. I used to be quite mm-hmm. slow at doing mathematics. Mathematics was always my struggle. And I know there's many people who can relate to that situation. Mm-hmm. Everything else mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was fine with. Yeah. So it took me a little longer to process things, to work out how I was going to do, you know, resolve the problem. And I remember my teacher coming over to me and saying, Amanda, you're taking so much time doing this. What is wrong? I'm like, whoa. In that moment, all my friends looked at me, the class fell silent, and I shrunk to the size of a raisin, if not supporter. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah. you know, that dented my confidence straight away, and that wasn't the first time it happened. So it, I took that into me, and I carried that with me for years, that, you know, that I couldn't do math properly. I wouldn't even approach learning how to do uh, mathematics properly simply because of that that issue. So I avoided, you know, many aspects of that. And it just goes to prove that just one incident like that can really shut you down and damage you in a way that is just so traumatic and harmful that it, it stops you from progressing and, and flourishing and being that beautiful person that you are beneath it all. So capable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah. somebody like somebody could, you could struggle with math or so, or you have this conversation with yourself that like like I shared that math by the way with you, Amanda. I, I, I not that I was ever here's is interesting. I was talking about this, I forget with you just recently, um, about math and I hated math in school. I can't believe I passed it. I I, I barely passed algebra, but I got an A in geometry. And I still can't figure that out <laughs> to this day. But anyway, um yeah. and then I went to aviation. I, I became an airline pilot and and most of my studies with a de- degree in from a very fine aviation university is aeronautics and flying and, and performance and weight and balance and air, the science of aerodynamics, it's all math and, and I excelled. I mean I applied it to you know, I want to be an astronaut, of course, which is all math. Forget that career. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. so, um, so the, uh, but I did become a pilot, as we talked about. You know, we had some guests who were pilots on the show. But uh, the, here's the thing, that um, I struggled with math, uh, but it wasn't because I wasn't capable of doing it. Um, mm. The, the uh, you know, when it attached itself to something that lit, that I became passionate about, which was flying. It's all I ever want to do, and I thought I would do it as a career as we've talked about you know uh, i applied math to something i was passionate about and suddenly i found out damn i'm i'm not bad at this at all i actually have the ability to do this and, right. and then i further found out later that the part of your brain that that resolves mathematical equations is the same part of your brain that enables you to interpret and analyze and and play music completely. Wow. And okay. interesting, knowing this is interesting, mm-hmm. and I think a, a while ago I got uh, you know I, when I'm not doing this I play music professionally. I had a, a, a very well-known retail chain store in the United States uh, endorse a music uh, education program I put together called a Fast Track to Guitar. It's 2015 or so. I'm not doing it now. 16. Um, and I taught seminars and workshops in stage performance and acting and in also in in music, and I also did a lot of one-on-one lessons with people. And what I realized, especially when the kids came in, kids were great, I love working with kids, um, is I could tell when somebody came in what kind of math student they were by how they interpreted what they were, what they were uh, demonstrating and understanding in music. And a parent would come in to pick up their kid or, or to have a, a conversation with a parent. I'd say, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of math student is uh, Jessica? Uh, well, she's kind of struggling. She's going to see or say, I said, here's what I'd like you to do. Over the next couple of months, 
we, it's important that we keep that we keep doing this, that we keep that we keep running this, this music program on guitar. Because what I'd like you to do over the next couple of months is to come to me and let me know if you see any improvement of how she progresses in math. And knowing mm-hmm. that what I what I thought, what I saw, that this is a kid who's probably struggling in school with math because I because I got how she was getting what I was explaining in music. So I change you know again commitment my commitment is to make this student amazing make her love music make her enjoy it empower her to be an amazing musician how am i going to do it well this course isn't working so i'm going to change my commitment my my commitment is going to be the same i'm going to change the pathway of how i get to jessica and make her an amazingly empowered musician how am i going to do it and this this mm. is what makes te- this is what makes teaching so um, incredible for those who are passionate about teaching. The experience of teaching is wow, and you do this. Uh, um, so I would I would change how I do it, and it, it, it's inspiration, it's motivation, it's kind of going it from behind. Is instead of well, I'll teach you the ABCs, and we're going to go from there. Let's not do that. Let's go how great Jessica is going to be in five years from now. Let's teach her what she's going to learn in five years from now today, and then walk backward and figure out how we got there. So sure enough, a couple okay. months later, the parent comes in and says, Andy, I don't know what you're doing, but her math is like, yeah, she's starting to really dive into it. Well, because I, oh, incorporated, wow. I incorporated a lot of rhythm and timing and, and, and not saying, well, here's a quarter note, and I keep this many beats, and here's a half note, and here's a whole note. Mm-hmm. And then it's all four and a half and an eighth and a sixteenth. Isn't that all math? Yes, it is. It's all math. But what we're doing with that math is we're applying it, and we're, we're snapping our fingers. We're clapping our hands in terms of rhythm. One-sixteenth does not mean one-sixteenth is a fraction anymore because I don't get it. I don't get, what's one-sixteenth mean? Well, you can, how do I reduce that fraction? Reduce it. Why would I want to reduce it? What's it mean to, how am I ever going to use that in my life? But if I can clap my hands and make one-sixteenth, give it a meaning, give it a purpose in my life. One-sixteenth changes how you clap your hands. Wow. I get mm-hmm. it. Now, now go do algebra. I can do it. Wow. Wow. I gave it a wow. meaning. I gave it a wow. purpose. I gave it an objective. I made. I gave. I had a commitment in my life, yeah. and I had an inspiration in my life that made that commitment happen. Wow! Amazing. Wow. I, 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 I think the, it's incredible. We're able to break it down for you know break it down to, in a way that she understands and in a relatable way that she can understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's important as a teacher as well because I, math. I'm another person like it was always my worst in school. It wasn't until I was in college, and my college teacher, Ms. Matthews, I believe her name was, she actually was the first person to be able to break down math in a way that I understood it. And I ended up making a a B-plus every time. And I was was amazed because I went in, like, when they said math, I was like, oh, here we go. You know, (laughs) that was my first thought, you know, like, But she was just like, no, come in with a fresh mind because I'm going to teach you in a way that you're going to understand. And she was confident enough to tell the entire class that. But you know what we found out later? She was a sixth-grade teacher. Oh, really? So wow. she, she broke it down to that level. She yeah. was teaching college students, but she broke it down to a sixth-grade level. All the math. She broke it down to a simple way that we understood. So I think it's important to be able to be relatable when you teach. So I'm glad oh, you were man. able to do that. And, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. It's a uh, you know it's just again it's another example um, of or depiction in life of what 
we've been talking about and what you've dedicated your profession, your career, and your life to, um, which is self-love and empowerment and moving forward and dropping those change and you can make things happen. And it's uh, you know wonderful to get somebody on this show um, who, who, who does that for a living. It's, it's, it's terrific. Really great having you on here. Yeah. Thank you, I man. I, I, I appreciate you too, man. I've, I've enjoyed this time with y'all. You guys have good energy. Good energy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you still do much um, with the um, – you're a motivational speaker, right? Have I got that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you still yeah. Uh, go – yeah, still active in that, Sorry, in that role? Say again? Sorry, darling. Are you still active in that role? I am. I am. I have some events coming up towards the latter part of the year. I sure okay. am. I think I think that uh, I think that the pandemic that's been happening has kind of slowed a lot up, a lot up. But yeah, I have, I, oh, I have yeah. quite a bit oh, yeah. coming up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I, there... and uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Please carry on, sweetheart. Oh, and I was going to say I'm, I'm starting to do uh, a lot more in creating or being on the creative side of of putting events together and stuff. Uh, right. You know, before that, I was more like being just invited to speak or brought out to speak, but, you know, I, I said I, I got to get on both sides so that I'm able to, to create what it yeah. feels like I'm to create. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And is there, um, if you want to put those events out there so people can come in and see you and hear you speak? Yes, yes. And uh, I want to make it available virtually, too. You know, okay. I'm also creating a, a virtual class. So where Ooh. you can come in and get the different lessons. So there'll be a class on forgiveness. There'll be a class on letting go. There'll be a class on um, showing up for yourself, setting an intention. Uh, that that book, Fifty Ways to Love Yourself, the official um, self love manifesto. There little there will little literally be classes uh, in a broken down version from that book. Perfect. Hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely. That's amazing. And if, if it, if anybody wants to uh, to join our conversation, um, uh, well, we have somebody joining our conversation right now. I think I know this guy. Is this Cornell Butler, by any chance, our show coordinator, joining us? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hey, what's up? You know I, I, you know I couldn't miss this show with Sashay and everybody. What's up, Andy and Amanda and Sashay? It's good to hear your voice, you man. Sure? Man, I've been wonderful. How about yourself? I'm maintaining, man. I'm maintaining. I, I'm glad. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I uh, hope you had a great time. What's up, guys? Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. That's that's so dope. That's a, that's a pleasant surprise, man. <laughs> no. That's what I do. You know, I come at the end of the show and say, all right, thanks for coming and goodbye, right? How's everybody man. doing? Everybody is good. I was I was telling them uh, that uh, my baby is getting ready to be 21, and yeah, oh, that's so that's a yeah, that's oh. yeah, that's that's hard. Uh, yeah, you've wow, known her that. right after mine. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, anything planned for her birthday? Is she doing anything special? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go out. We're gonna go out of town, hit the beach. Woo, you know, yeah. Beach. That's awesome. That's anything. The beach. Uh, yeah. I, I. Yeah. Where Where are you? Uh, you hit the beach. Where 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 are you located? Where What What beach do you go to? Well, she's in. She's actually in Florida. I'm in. I'm in Atlanta, though. 
So I, I'll have to go to her. Can Aww. we, can we, can you know something? Uh, yeah, I, I lived in Florida. I, lived, I went to school in Daytona Beach. I lived in, uh, in Stewart and Palm Beach area, down in Fort Lauderdale for a while. I was working. And uh, Florida's great. I, what, what part of Florida is she in? Where, where is she? What part of Florida? Jacksonville. So that, not, not too far from Daytona Beach. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yes. Oh, yep. that is so nice, man. I remember uh, I, the bait. We, you're in Atlanta, and and we we're going to be covering news a little bit later in the show. And one of the one of the things we're going to be talking about is the new um, voting law that happened in Georgia recently. And you live there, and wow. Um, so if we can just change course here just for a minute, because I'd like to address that you have being in Georgia and this incredible mm-hmm. law that was just passed, and I, you know, we scratch our heads sometimes. And other, but tell me, t- can you talk about that a little bit? And and what, where did that, you know, where do you think that came from, and why suddenly when there's there's we've never seen any any uh, wide based voter fraud anywhere in the country, and suddenly they make it a top priority issue in Georgia. What the mm-hmm. heck? What what? So talk to us a little bit. You know, as a citizen of Georgia, talk to us about it. I, I, I'm just as surprised as everybody else, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. And that's, that's <laughs> yeah. an honest answer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Everybody has everybody. There are things that go on behind the scenes that they, they, we only know so much. You know, I yeah. think that there's a whole song and dance behind the scenes, and they don't tell yeah. us everything. Yeah. So it's, when things pop up, I'm just like, oh, okay. Because yeah. I had to, yeah, <laughs> instead of getting emotional, get on the emotional side, there's no win there. So no, there's I not. Just, I just go with the flow. Yeah. It, it, and and flow. we have to say that, and we'll, we'll talk about this a bit later or, or next week, we'll go into it further, I think. But the, uh, um, you know, the, this is going to be challenged in court, and, and I can't see it maintaining any type of, of, of a legal basis. You know, to stop people from expressing the right to vote, which is what we have in this country. I, I just don't see it being able to uh, to, to withstand a, a court challenge. But you, you never know. You know, who, I don't think so. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. 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 But anyway, good to hear from you. Yeah. Coming on the show. Thank you. Thank oh, you very thank you much. All. Yeah. It's been amazing having her on. Yeah. yeah really let me know. Yeah, I was listening to that. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about. And it was great to have Andy and Amanda on the um, show, too. Thank y'all for coming, too. Oh, <laughs> you showed up. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for coming to your own show, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, Cornell, I appreciate the love and support. We, we refer to Cornell as the boss man here, even though he says, oh, yeah. oh you know, he, he really made the show happen. Oh, but, no, um, don't start it, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I want I want to go over uh, Lakai's website because I really do want our right. listeners and, and a lot of listeners on the show, even though we're live, you can call the show at 515-605-9888. But anyway, a lot of our uh, listeners, most of them actually uh, hear the show later on as a podcast where you can't call in live. But for those who are listening, no matter when and where, um, I really do request. Here's a request. I'd like you to check on um, our guest, who's Lakai. She's a, a freedom lover, a lot about you know, confidence and, and letting go and self-love and moving your, you know, life forward with love and, and confidence and the ability to do so. Um, and her website is selfloveisfreedom.com. Selfloveisfreedom, all one word, .com. Um, 
and just take a look at what she's published and look at her books and what she's about and, and upcoming events. And you can contact her by email yeah. if you want to have a discussion um, or invite her to come give a, a talk at an event that you might be having. She's a wonderful speaker and, and very experienced. Um, and uh, it's there. It's there. And and the way you do that, again, is selfloveisfreedom.com. And we want to thank Lakai for coming on our show and, and joining the conversation today. It's been wonderful. You know, what a, you know, enlightening, enlightening. No, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a true blessing. I'm so grateful that you've come on, darling. Truly. Yeah, so all of you, all three of you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Right. Oh, you're all welcome. And I hope, I hope your daughter, I know she's listening, has an amazing 21st birthday. Yes, she's going to be amazing. Yeah. I wish I was there to tell her. Thank you as well. She's listening. She sent me a text. This is tell them all I said thank you. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. Wonderful. Well, you guys have a great uh, time on the beach next week. Have a great birthday and uh, celebration 21. You, I guess, uh, let me ask you, are you going to uh, get her first legal drink? H- hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I when I, when, no, I'm good on that. She ain't, she's, my, not, she ain't, she's not really into that vibe, though. That's not even her thing, yo. She don't, oh, she don't drink, she don't smoke. Yeah. She don't do any of that. And I didn't, I didn't when I was that age, you know, so I just, yeah, that's not her thing. If it were, I, I, you know, like, hey, yeah, there's yeah. an experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock her, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I admire her. I, I admire I her. I ain't helping her partaking that. I'm good on yeah. that. I, I, I will admit, uh, long before my oldest daughter was 21, um, I shared many drinks with her in under our own roof at our house, but I couldn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not excessively, just a, just a nice, you know, vodka and a glass of wine or beer, you know, and watch a football game and, you know, whatever. Um, not excessively, just, you know, here, hey, you know. But anyway, um, I, I couldn't wait to, I took her out to, um, to lunch on her 21st birthday with my camera waiting. She was going to order a drink, and my camera was ready for the waitress. It was a waiter, waitress, whatever, wait person. To um, to ask for her ID and I got snapped a picture of it. Got it. Girl, that's your ID. Girl, camera waiting. Girl. <laughs> oh, I bet she loved you for that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what? My yeah. mom. I can recall being a kid too, and my mom gave us an occasional sip of something. Uh, you know. Yeah. Little, yeah. You know. Little, that's what I mean. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's I'm what I'm not, talking I'm about. not knocking anything. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. No, and, I, and I don't. I don't I, and I, I don't want to interpret this, uh, anybody to interpret this more than it is, but I will say this, that in California, you can buy all the cannabis you want anywhere, not anywhere you want, but there's retail stores. You walk in and, and buy <laughs> and buy pot. And um, and I got to tell you, I, I got two daughters. And, you know, one day, when well, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're a, a mom and, you know, your daughter, and one day you're, there are diapers and toddler and play groups and this and that. And the next day you're in your backyard uh, sharing a joint with your kids. And uh, I got to tell you, you're like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and, and in Cali, and I'm in California. It's per- it's yeah. perfectly legal here. It's perfectly legal in many states. It's about to become perfectly legal, or maybe it just was in New York. I think almost signing that bill. And um, it's about time. Uh, you know, it's a whole other conversation. But uh, you know, yeah. how many people are put in jail because oh, you have a little you know quarter ounce of pot, and you're going to go to jail for for God knows how long. It's a, you know, this yeah. this war on drugs. You got to wonder how many millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars 
were spent on uh, on putting people behind bars and prosecuting marijuana cases when Minty and people were out there getting murdered and killed because they had too yeah. much alcohol to drink. How many people were killed in cars because they had too much pot to smoke? I'm not advocating pot. Don't 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 get me wrong here. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying that you know we we're, we're going to make some adjustments as we move forward in our processes as a society, and I think it's a long time overdue. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you think it's not like that whole dollar, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody, anyway, you know what I'm doing after this show. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Donald Trump may be the greatest of all time, greatest of all time. And then somebody said, could I ask you, Lou, when you say the greatest, does that include Abraham Lincoln and George Washington? Who said, absolutely, he's now the greatest of all time. Anyway, <laughs> talking about confidence. That's confidence, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. We've yeah. been having fun with yeah, that for you, so long. You, you, know, you, know, you never know what that guy is going to say. You never know. You never I know. Tell you what, I tell you he surprised me all the time. We just love playing his clips because he's just he's, he's quite comedic in, in the way he comes across. But i got to say, and I said this on the show previously, Lakai, that um, I admire his confidence and the way he puts himself across. Because that takes a great level of self-belief to be as confident as he is, you know, to stand up in front of all those people and declare all the things he declared, no matter what was thrown at him with the press and everything else, you know, that's just, that's another level. And I think a lot of people were inspired by that, if anything, you know, I mean, a lot of people had a a lot of bad things to say about the guy. I get it. I get it. You know, I've had those feelings too, but um, I think just his confidence alone is enough to inspire a lot of people. I agree, man, and I don't, I don't have anything negative to say about him. It's just like, cause why? <laughs> I think he's, yeah, I think he's yeah, yeah, another yeah. person out here living just like I am. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. I'll, I'll tell you, as a, as a for a radio show, he's provided us an awful lot of entertainment. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he really, definitely an entertainer. Steve, oh yeah, we, we, we yeah. have had. After the election, we, you know, Amanda and I were scratching our heads, and we were saying to ourselves, "What, what are we going to do now? We've been having such a fun time with all this." <laughs> yeah. So my entertainment is gone, huh? It's yeah. gone. Now what do we do? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's like, oh, suddenly we've got to be the entertainment. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I stood all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. But, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, b- before we uh, we let you go about your day here, and I want to thank you, Kai, again for spending uh, the time with us that you have. Um, thank you. And and again, it's been an enlightening conversation, and we enjoy this type of, of conversation on this show. We dive into it every once in a while. This type of of uh, you know, or diving into the philosophy of life and, and how do we get that airplane off the runway? You know, you're going down this runway and we've, we've kind of made that comparison again, taking life and looking at it as this big, heavy airplane going down the runway, having to overcome over all these variables to become airborne. And suddenly it does. And look at that as somebody's life and going down this runway. It's easy just to sit around and do nothing and sit there and stumble down that runway and stumble down that runway and stumble down that runway. How do I overcome all those variables, a lot of which are negative influence, just like an airplane getting off the ground or helicopter, which has to beat the air into submission and become airborne. How do we get those things airborne and how do we get our own life airborne? How do we, how do we make that happen? How do I get up mm. the runway and become airborne? And if you kind of create yeah. that visualization of, of my life and myself is going down that runway, um, 
well, then, hey, I, I got to take off. You know, I'm, I'm running out of uh, runway here, running out of, you know, uh-oh, you know, I can't, um, you know, I got to take off here or the runway is going to end and I'll have no more runway. So, you know, we, how are we going to do it? How are we going to take off? And think about that for a minute, folks. And how does that, yeah. how does that parlay into your own life and your experience and what you want to have happen in your life, you know? I'm not yeah. saying everybody's entitled to an easy, a lazy day of hanging out and and whatever, you know. Uh, but but still, you know, let's get, go, go, go. All right, you know, you can relax, yeah. be, be laid back, but go, get off the goddamn, you know, get off that couch. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. time to make changes for yourself. Yes, it's time get to make it. changes for yourself. And make I think you with this COVID thing. This COVID thing has been a blessing in disguise in some ways. And I know we've lost a lot of people. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It's been traumatic, sure. I agree, and um, but there's always a positive um, in the in, in the negatives. There's always light in the dark. It's just finding what that is for you. And I think for, for sure, myself, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But for myself, for sure. you know, I think. Yes, yeah, sorry, go on, darling. Yeah. No, it's okay. And I, I, I think I think that I think the COVID scenario. <laughs> I think it. I think it snatched the mask off a lot of different scenarios and forced yeah. people to really look at themselves. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, even the illusion of stability and, the, you know, the illusion of certainty with, with jobs and all types of things. I think people were on jobs for years and were laid off and had to kind of refigure it out. And uh, I, I do I yeah. do feel like I do feel like it, it was, you know, de- definitely a blessing in disguise. Not 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 the um, the deaths and the, and the people losing loved ones, but definitely the opportunity to sit down and, and, and look at self and, and reevaluate and say, man, what, what can I do different? Yeah. How can I get on the other side of it? You know, and, and, yeah. and even if it, even if it was starting my, starting your own business, I just launched yeah. self love is freedom LLC at the beginning of the year, you know, mm-hmm. and that was, that was my, you know, my opportunity to say, Hey man, how can I start showing up for myself and help other people and be of service? And be a service to myself as well. Yes. So that's that's yes. that's 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 the adventure that I took from the pandemic situation. Yeah. I mean, we can. We've always got that choice. We can either just go down with it and go under, or we can actually fight back in a way that's beneficial for ourselves and ultimately everybody around us. Um, it challenged me to so many things because in the UK we've been on um, lockdown forever. We came out of one mm. ever so briefly, and we were back into one again. So, you know, I've been shut away from family and friends for nearly a year. And it's it's had a toll on everybody here. And I've seen a lot of people, my dear friends, go under from depression and anxiety because of this, this situation. But I tried to remind people to start. I used to do, like, some Facebook Live videos. And I was like, you know, what can we take that's positive from this? How can we improve ourselves? What can we we work on in these times, these down times, and is there anything that you wanted to do that you didn't get the opportunity to do before because you were busy with life, you were busy with working? Why don't you take this opportunity to focus on you and something positive and beautiful and transformed? And, um, Absolutely. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's about seeing Dude, the opportunity. that one thing that you don't do, which is yeah. pay attention to yourself. Like yes. a lot of times our time goes to family, children, bosses, uh, work, and we, yeah. we 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 kind of put ourselves at the end of that list. So yes, yes we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we we do. really do. We do. And we just we focus on the problem, and 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 that's it. That we don't see past it, and 
if we, we, we I learned from, from someone very close to me recently that I was focusing too much on the problem and I wasn't focusing on myself. When I focused on myself, I saw my way out of the problem because I understood mm, that I was no. the problem. I was the one standing in my own way from the way I was perceiving things and approaching the subject. The moment I took mm. myself out of that picture, why wow. wow, change? So Powerful. yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, that's that's me waffling on. <laughs> <laughs> waffling on. <laughs> I, I love when well, you. All right, too. I'm gonna get skating. I, I really appreciate you. Gratitude for you too. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for joining us. Here, Thank you for joining us. We'll plug Absolutely. our website, whatever. But you've been wonderful on the show. We really appreciate you having you on and and opening up hopefully a lot of horizons for a lot of our listeners. And it was great having you aboard the uh, the Andy and Amanda show. And I want to thank you very much for doing so. Thank you so much, Andy and Amanda. You too. Enjoy welcome. the rest of your evening. I'm going to go tend to these braces because they are kicking my behind right now. Oh, okay, Uh-oh. my darling. Uh-oh. Do it, do it. All right. Yeah. Take care. Uh-oh. All right. Have a good one. Have a good you one, too. darling. Thank Love you. you. Bye-bye Bye. now. Oh, Pessa, she's adorable. I adore her so much. Uh, anyway, in the remaining time that we have left, there's some things I want to go over. What's going on in your end of the world, of course, as well. We do have some time yes. to do that. So, um, the um, and this is our you know our Friday shows tend to be because we have guests and conversation, a lot of fun things that we do on the Friday show that we that we sometimes <laughs> don't do on other shows, but sometimes we do. But anyway, uh, so this is a uh, about a two hour program on Fridays, and it's great to be able to to have the time to uh, dedicate to our guests and have. Interesting, intriguing, and fun, and educational conversations and experiences with our guests, and uh, that's what we do on Fridays. But absolutely. So, um, what I wanted yeah. to talk about uh, is uh, Matt Getz, who's a uh, a representative from the first district, first district of Florida, as a congressman, uh, is being investigated by the U.S. Um, Attorney General for. Uh, Uh, with a uh, with a, a minor, seventeen year old girl, crossing what? state lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a guy, and I don't want to tie one thing to the other. Okay, I don't want to. Uh, this isn't. Well, here's what happens to Trump uh, supporters. This is a guy during the whole Trump campaign who's been right in Trump's corner. Anything Trump says, this guy's a champion. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what comes out of Trump's mouth. This guy's right there with him. Um, is a, a staunch conservative Republican who, in the meantime, is out with 17-year-old little girls uh, with sexual exploits. Okay, um, a, a allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I want to. That's important. Okay, we'll we'll see how this pans out. But it, it is being investigated, and there, there's enough there to investigate. So, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty of these. And I want to make that very clear. But anyway, knowing that he's allegedly. Being in, he is being investigated for sex game, whether he did or not is what's alleged. So, um, yeah. a spokesman, um, and again, you know, as Amanda has said many times, and, um, that we do not report the news here. We're not a news reporting agency. We comment what is readily available to anybody, and then we dive into what is out there to check its sources and talk about, you know, where it comes from and is it true or not. And you know, I used to use a slogan on the show called the Andy Demanda Show: Truth Radio, because truth is what matters, right? Um, the yeah. truth really, really shall set you free. And and sometimes, hey, we correct ourselves, and we've been corrected, and, and that's part of what we do as well. So again, oh, yeah, let anybody, 
Uh, yeah, so you don't, you know, 515-605-9888 gets you on the show if you disagree with something we're talking about or having a conflicting viewpoint of what we're talking about. We certainly do respect and, and honor and appreciate and value those ideas and what you share with us. So don't be shy. You know, I don't want to come off here uh, representing Amanda and I as being these, uh, you know, even though we're like-minded in our approach to the world, we, we also look at the world in a very real sense, I think. And I hope that's been demonstrated yes. by the by all the conversations we've had on this show. Um, but but diving into to our society and to our species and how we move the world ahead uh, and make things fair and, and disregard prejudices and alienations and also alien nations and alienations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not including you know Mars I mean? and places like that, you know. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So uh, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so um, what has happened? What is real is that a spokesman for Representative Matt Gates, uh, again the Florida Republican under federal investigation into whether he violated laws against sex trafficking, has abruptly resigned. And uh, why, uh, amid mounting scrutiny of his boss, the congressman's uh, right. office confirmed this uh, today. Today, so. The guy's name is Luke Ball. He's a longtime aide to Mr. Gates, 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 who was serving as his communications director and has recently, um, as this week, uh, been helping Mr. Gates mount a defense against the newly disclosed Justice Department investigation. Now, Mr. Ball turned around and quit. He weighed the impact leaving would have on Mr. Gates, but ultimately decided it was the best to do so under the circumstances. So... Um, you know, we'll see where that goes. And, and again, the charges, uh, the invest, no, not charges, the investigation, it's important to make that distinction. The investigation does center around uh, Mr. Gates's uh, relationship with the 17 year old girl. Right. So, <clears throat> uh, and then the, the, okay. what, what, uh, and what, what defines sex trafficking is taking this 17 year old or a 17 year old girl um, across state lines. Um, giving her uh, gifts, money, having you know, sharing expenses with her, um, you know, uh, is sex trafficking as well. Um, but those are the are the, the items, those are the behaviors which are being investigated by the attorney. And again, the, you know, and, and what's important, I think, you know, and I want to make this clear too, that many in the media, which does not include the Andy Amanda Show, many in the me- in the media. When things come out about a person, a political official, tie that official to a party to insinuate, well, here's you know a Trump, a Trumpy who's being investigated for sex trafficking, and then you look into you know Donald Trump and the alleged uh, exploits that he has had, and the people who come out to verify those exploits and witness those exploits or have been the victims of those exploits, um, uh, you know about Trump, and well, here's another guy and. Um, then you had that guy who, uh, you know, I'm not even going to mention his name, but we knew who I'm talking about, the billionaire who uh, paid minors to massage him and have sexual exploits with him in his mansion to fly him around in oh his private jet. He eventually died in jail. Now, I will not bring that name up again. Uh, we know who I'm talking about, I think. Um, but anyway, um, so we tie – and also there's pictures of this guy with Donald Trump and you know and all this, and people tend – the media – tends, in, in my opinion, tends to uh, 
make a connection for whatever reason. Well, Matt Gates, this, this conservative Trump ally supporter been in Trump's corner is now being investigated for sex trafficking. Like, so what are we insinuating that? Oh, because uh, uh, be, here's another thing tied to Trump. He's an individual, regardless of party, regardless of anything, being investigated for behaviors which are quite illegal, meaning sex trafficking. I don't right. care. I don't care if he's Santa Claus's first cousin. Yeah. That makes no difference to me. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Uh, you know. I. You know. I. I don't care what his ties are politically. He's a congressman. He's a Republican congressman. So he's a congressman. I don't care if he's Republican, Democrat. I don't care if he's a plumber. I don't care if he's unemployed. I don't care if he's a famous doctor who who cured whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. What matters is what a human being is being investigated for. A sexual relationship with a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah. To me, that is the headline. Not Republican Matt Gates serving the first district of Florida as Republican. The Trump uh, advocate has been recently. Come on, give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> yes. And, yes. And, and from that respect, I understand the Trump, the media. Come on, give me a break. Da da da. What's it with the media? And I, and I get that. You know, from from that standpoint, you know, I understand. Yes. But yeah. Anyway. I get you. I get you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's a it's yeah. a much yeah. too rough. Much yes. too rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, and, and the question I have um, is: Is there anything uh, happening in London? I'll answer the question. Well, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Indoors, because obviously it's Easter weekend, um, and they're saying that even if we are vaccinated, you know, it's, we're not 100% protected from the with the vaccines. So they're trying to make everybody aware that it's still possible for you know a virus to be passed on to each other, and you know the worst case scenario. And police forces and councils are preparing for all the beauty spots and parks and stuff to be busy. So they're going to be watching out people. So you know, watch your backs, play it safe, keep safe. Um, they'll be keeping an eye on us all, and let's be sensible. We're nearly there. We're nearly out of this. So let's not ruin things now by just going crazy over this just because we're starting to come out of lockdown a little. Um, and also that, that subject that we had going back with the rare blood clot cases have now mm-hmm. risen to 30. 30 wow, wow. 18.1 million doses given as of March 24th. So this is all within those who had the AstraZeneca vaccine. And AstraZeneca are saying that the benefits outweigh the risks. The MHRA said it had received 22 reports of cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, which is CVST, where a blood clot forms in the brain, and eight reports of other thrombosis events with low cells involved in clotting, following the use of the AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca a total of 18.1 million doses. So um, it's still very minimal. And, it, you know, that who's to say that these clocks wouldn't occur? Wouldn't, I can't speak. Wouldn't occur <laughs> with other circumstances, you know? <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then we've got vaccine passports. So there's a huge range here right now, Andy. And I got a bit 
I'm a bit sceptical about all of this. Many members of the British Parliament are going against plans that Boris Johnson has for the vaccine passport, which has been suggested to access public services and venues, as well as things like getting a job and international travel. Um, it is being warned that it is a risk being labelled as dangerous, that it discriminates and is counterproductive. Uh, one media source has reported trials taking place at important events over the coming weeks where they're in, you know, incorporating this um, vaccine passport. Boris um, Johnson's ideas are that it could possibly help the economy, but many businesses and MPs are extremely concerned over this. Uh, the Labour peer, a former head of human rights organisation Liberty, has said passports could be in power given to every actor and scrupulous boss. It's a recipe for bullying, for corruption and discrimination, and it's not what we sacrificed so much for as a community in the past year. I'm in full agreement with her. I think this passport could be a nightmare. And, uh, I mean, I see the logic in, you know, I see the logic in it, but it goes against what I feel as a free person. I feel like we're being forced into a new way of having freedom, a new way to conform to, to a government, and we all have wanted you know, since this thing began was to have that normality in our lives again that we had before. Uh, so this is also going to create a divide amongst the public, just like anything political, where people will be judged for not having the vaccine and medically cannot have it. Uh, but that, you know, those who are judging, they're not going to see those people who can't medically have it. They're just going to see people who haven't had it and step away anyway, make them feel bad for it. And so, you know, they're going to experience abuse, receive all sorts of judgmental looks and frames when there are two queues forming uh, to get into a public facility or venue, etc. So, I mean, privacy campaigning organization Big Brother Watch also signed the pledge arguing that it could create a two-tier nation right now from both the public and members of parliament. So I'm hoping that this thing is scrapped. I see Boris's logic, I see the safety of it, but I also see how much trouble this could really cause and separating a nation. Um, and also, mm. we've got news about the illegal drug. Um, the World Health Organization is currently going against the use of a uh, generic anti-parasite drug called Infomectin, mm. 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 except with clinical trials. So the drug has been used on coronavirus patients in places like South oh America. Oh, my gosh. And doctors in South Africa have been using the drug, which has been effective in battling the virus, and they are trying to get the drug legalized. And South Africa's medical regulator, um, say the drugs manufacturer and some of the country's um, eminent scientists are warning against using it to treat the virus. The pill itself is only legalized for use on animals to treat parasites. Uh, so the idea supposedly came from Latin America, where doctors in some countries have been using it. And uh, all use of it was stopped when authorities heard of how it was being used. And the pill has become popular on the black market, as you can imagine, in places like South Africa and moving as far as China and India. So I think mm. people need to be aware, you know, don't go out and buy this just because you've heard about it. You know, be safe. There's a reason why they're probably stopping this. It may help temporarily, but who's to say that's not going to cause further damage in the body in other, other effects, right? Yeah. Um, and then we've got this massive thing with racism here at the moment as well. There's been a lot of upset in the headlines regarding a report that the government has released here on racism in this country, which comes after the Black Lives Matter movement with talks from Boris Johnson looking into the victimization and discrimination and the struggles people face. 
the Commission on Race and Ethnic Disparities said the family structure and social class had a bigger impact than race in how people's lives turned out and that children from minority ethnic communities did as well or better than white peoples, but overt racism remained particularly online. And they're saying that their main findings were children from ethnic minority communities did as well or better than white pupils in compulsory education, with black Caribbean pupils the only group to perform less well. This success in education has transformed British society over the last 50 years into one offering far greater opportunities for all. Uh, the pay gap between all ethnic minorities and white majority population had shrunk to 2.3% overall and was barely significant for employees under 30. Uh, diversity had increased in professions such as law and medicine, uh, but some communities continue to be haunted by historic racism, which is creating deep mistrust and could be a barrier to success. So this report is like 258 pages long, um, talking about a post-racial country um, and that we have success in removing race-based disparity in education uh, and to a lesser extent the economy and should be regarded as a model for other white majority countries. So we're kind of bigging ourselves up in that sense, but, you know, Black Lives Matter UK were very disappointed by the report and how they have overlooked the, the disproportionality in the criminal justice system. And they mm. said that black people in England and Wales are nine times more likely to be imprisoned than their white peers. And uh, so there's been a lot of, you know, stir in the pot with all of this. Um, that I, the government I, I, is just I've, not facing those areas. Sure, I, yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, same, same thing here. We have the same conversation here regarding the yes. percentage of the black or African uh, uh, population in jail versus the white population. But this it, here's the question, because I, there's there's two ways to look at this. And here's one. Um, yeah. We are for whatever reason. Does that also mean that those folks were tried in, in, by hopefully a jury of peers or whatever, you know, judges or peers and were found to be guilty of crimes they committed were, and were therefore put in jail. Um, does that, and, and because they're, they committed the crime, what do they say? You do the crime and do the time, something like that. Um, yeah. Is there, does that also mean that the ratio of white population doesn't commit the same amount of crimes and therefore there are fewer white people in jail because they there's not as many white criminals is i'm just putting question mark question mark does that does that you know because i've heard that conversation you know and people have said and i'm just looking at what the argument is uh yeah. from that you know from whatever wing or whatever um well the reason why is because there's more black people committing crime than there are white people huh see you know they you know and, and there, yeah, but yeah. but but here's the and then going back again here's the debate for that I'm going doing, doing both sides here. Uh, well, um, if a black person is prosecuted, there's more of a chance of that person doing time in jail for the same crime versus a white person who probably mm -hmm. get a suspended sentence, been let off or whatever. The black person's gone to jail for that same crime. The white person's not. Yeah. Is, is there is there merit to that? So this is a whole conversation as well, which is something I'd like to look into sometime during the show. We like to dive in, get some news, get some facts, get some stats, um, you know, and elaborate on this. So I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have, which I think we'll, we'll explore. Remind me, <laughs> we'll explore. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll explore that down the road. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because when that comes up, I, I just have to jump in with. Well, wait. You say that, but it also mean 
and I know the I know the the injustices. Believe I'm, I'm I've protested and marched on behalf of Black Lives Matter here in L.A. and yeah. been part of that. And my kids are a big part of that, and signs and the whole nine yards. So you know I'm I'm right there. So uh, but but that being said, also whenever you hear that, well, there's more you know uh, black people in jail than than white people, disproportionately, amazingly so. Well, does it also mean disproportionately that that more crime is committed by the black population than the white population is 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 that also true or is it not true is it i, I don't know Let's, we'll explore it yeah next on yeah. the andy demand show no but anyway i'm sorry to interrupt you babes i just wanted to bring that no, up no so. no yeah, yeah no that's uh it's just such a valid point and i think you know it would be good to discuss it further definitely yeah. get into it a little yeah. deeper um, yeah. that, that's pretty much what I wanted to cover. I mean, it can uh-huh. go deeper, but like you said, let's dedicate more time to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think, well, let's let's do that, and we'll make a point to do so, and you just have to stay tuned to our podcast, folks, on the Andy and Amanda Show here, which is live, 515-605-9888. As we keep saying, you can call in. We know a few people do. Every once in a while, we get a caller, uh, but most of our audience does hear this as a pre-recorded podcast, even though we are broadcasting live right now. Um so a few other items here in the in the U.S. that's that's you know we've we've had such these engaging, entertaining shows that there's some things I've wanted to touch upon last week that we were unable to do so. Uh, we touched base, basic. Yeah. Okay. Now that being said, um, the uh, baseball man, baseball. Uh, People who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 in the U.S. can resume travel at low risk to themselves. The CDC said today in an update to their travel guidance, Pfizer Biotech says that it's Karina, 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 why been so long, Karina, Karina, and, uh, it's coronavirus vaccines protection lasts at least six months. I thought it was like permanent. But yeah. and that is far longer than the 90 days that had been pre. 90, I didn't know. You know something? This whole time. I thought when you got injected, even though we've had people come on the show and say, uh, you know, I bet that you're going to – I think Michael Tierson pointed this out uh, when he was on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, a radio uh, uh, music pioneer, um, said that, uh, that you know, you're probably going to get injected once a year. Watch. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. And I, I didn't say it because I don't know the answer to that. But what I did know, what I heard or what I just maybe assumed, that's you, very dangerous to assume anything in life. That's a whole other conversation. But anyway, yeah. um, I assumed that when you got this injection, the two doses, you're good for life. That's it. Bam, done. It's, it affects your DNA and your RNA, and, and your body now knows not to accept the invasion of the cells, and that's it. And now they're saying six months is far longer than the 90 days that it had been best estimated to previously. I, didn't, I never knew this is a 90-day deal. No. What was that? What was that? So then, we're, then That's we open right. up society. Yeah. Ninety days passes, and we have another half million people die. What's the deal here? Yeah, you know, I didn't know this. I didn't. Anyway, know this. I mean, where was that reported? It, wasn't. it was reported. It was reported was it? Uh, in, by Fox, uh, by CNN, and by New York Times, and yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, okay. so anyway, okay. we got to explore that. We, again, this is Truth Radio. We got to explore that somewhat. I hope somebody's taking notes as to what we said we were going to talk about here. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, the, <laughs> we'll get to things as we get to them. Um, the remaining uh, – there's a Washington Nationals game with the New York Mets, which was postponed due to ongoing COVID-19 issues with the Nationals mm. team. Um Major League Baseball just announced this today. Games scheduled for Saturday and Sunday at Nationals Park have been postponed a day after the postponement of the two-team season opening game. Um, so, 
anyway, Major League Baseball is opening up. Stadiums are opening up to, I believe, 20% capacity, which is about uh, the average baseball stadium is going to be about 10, 11,000 people, where normally we see the beginning of the seasons packed and fans and hoopla with baseball opening up. Last year, we didn't have any. It was a curtailed schedule. As you recall, we had 60 games versus the 162 normally scheduled baseball games of the season. And baseball is scheduled to resume a normal 162-game schedule this year with reduced fan capacities. And uh, there's also discussions uh, going on. Will we, as a society, be required to carry along as another method of identification a vaccine passport, a vaccine passport, a form Mm. uh, that shows I've been vaccinated. What is wrong with you, Andy? Uh, Vaccinated. (laughs) And our, our listeners are saying, we've been wondering that for a long time. Anyway. Um, I think I passed it on to you, darling. I passed it on to you. Both of us. That's both of us. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's Friday. It's been a long week. where We have, we have a yeah. couple of days where we don't have to worry about or do anything. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, maybe that's it. Hey, Friday, so let's get this thing over with. But, uh, yeah. the, um, but will we have a, a vaccine passport? Um, that's been in debate and conversation, and uh, and of course the folks on the hard right, uh, if you want to call them that, have been saying, you know, who didn't like wearing masks and protested their rights for wearing masks. Now you're going to give us a passport. We have to show that we've been vaccinated. Well, you know what? Just like you know, masks do prevent this thing from spreading. Why you wouldn't yes. want to wear one is beyond us. And if you have the vaccine, you're probably not going to a you're not going to get sick and die. You're not going to get sick. You know and and B, uh, you won't spread it to somebody else, most likely. So um, as a citizen also, I'm concerned. And, I, yes, I, I want you to wear a mask, uh, and, and I wouldn't mind. I have a card. That, uh, Mandy, you gotta, you, you're, you're vaccinated. Or no, are you not? You had one? I forget. No, no. I, I had not. a text a while back to say that uh, I would at some point, but, no, I've not been offered one yet. They're still focusing on the other groups. Um, yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I, I, I remember the conversation you and you were telling me on the show that you had. I guess that's what I'm thinking of the that, that, yeah. that text you got. But um, so I would mind. Uh, I mean, I've had both shots. I had this card, this little white card, with the uh, person signing it. Uh, the first shot, three weeks later, the second shot, whatever it was, um, mm. with what shot I got, the Medello shot, and um, <laughs> and then uh, I, I'm 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 uh, you're not Medello. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 thank you. It is Friday. It's a beautiful Friday. I'm looking. I've been out yet. It looks gorgeous out there today. Um, so also, um, Trump. Trump. I want to go over this real quick. Trump's got legal problems. Huge, huge legal problems. And now that he's citizen Trump, he can no longer masquerade these legal problems and hide behind the White House. I'm going to give you a brief list of some of these problems that he's have that he has, and we'll uh, go into them deeper and further uh, next week. Here they are. Here's yeah. a list brought to you by the Andy Demander Show. Capitol Police officers. This is brand new. This is breaking news. Capitol Police officers have sued Donald Trump for his insurrection activities. Wow. And okay. the Capitol Police officers, these, are, poli- these are, are cops suing the former president as a citizen for wow. actions that he did that they feel he was legally responsible for the violence that occurred at the Capitol on January 6th. They're suing him, and they are they, they, in damages, they want $75,000 for their harm, their aggravation, their, wow. uh, their emotional distress, and all the other things. Here's 
$75,000 versus the $1.3 billion that Dominion is suing him for uh, in terms of defamation uh, regarding their business and his allegations that he made regarding their changing votes. Well, he's being sued for that $1.3 billion. Sidney Powell's being sued. Uh, uh, that uh, What's his name? Um, the f- oh, why do I keep drawing a blank on this idiot's name? Probably because he is such an idiot. <laughs> but um, the former mayor of New York. Do you believe I can't think of his name? I seriously can't. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. God, you got, fine, everybody, every, everybody listening to this podcast knows his name except me. I'm <laughs> literally starting to wonder about my mental – God, how come I'm drawing a blank? This is of concern. Hmm. Hmm. I don't, God. Don't worry about it. Don't worry you about know it. How, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, just like of course. The, just like the the fact the, that you, anyway. The fact that you've even Ugh. said that it's the mayor, you know, people want to know. <laughs> the mayor of New York. This way. What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Lie in the morning. Uh, yes, something we like much. to sing over here in the UK, you know, that old um, <laughs> shanty. They call him a shanty, right? Uh, I think yes. that's what they call them. Yeah, yeah. The old um, sailor shanties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway... Uh, yes, they're being sued for – those individuals that I uh, talked about are being sued for $1.3 billion um, by Dominion for uh, defamation, You know, and we talked about that on the show uh, um, yeah. as well. Um, anyway, so they're suing him. These police officers are suing Trump for $75,000. What I think is going to happen is he'll look at this and saying, let's settle. You know, I'll settle this. I don't want to take this to court because here's what happens if it yeah. goes to court. He's going to subject himself to discovery, to deposition. Mm. Yeah. Where the, in deposition, they're going to ask him about his his you know uh, his actions and his statements that are public, that have been recorded, that are out there. Where he he, in my opinion, has in fact definitely definitely drew everybody and announced that he's having a big rally on January sixth. That was him who did he did that. Trump did that. He he invited right. everybody. And then he yeah. said, uh, you know, we, we, we've got to, uh, you know, we might not have a country at all if we don't fight with force and da-da-da-da-da, you know, and take, you know. Um, so we all know about that. Um, yeah. But anyway, so there, that's thing, thing number one. Think, what's number two is uh, U.S. Attorney Cy Vance, New York, um, is enrolled Alan Wisberg, uh, uh, a former Trump, Trump Aid for bank records and gifts, foul play. That is moving forward. That is being forward, moving forward. And that is a possible money laundering, tax evasion, and other financial matters that are being investigated now. That is moving forward big time. They've got some new witnesses that they're working with now that work with Trump. Georgia, this is number three, a slew of potential crimes, racketeering. Subpoenas are going to be forthcoming. You watch, you watch. We've called this. We've said... We said it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. Number four. Yeah. High Court in New York. The Apprentice contestant, Summer Zervos. I don't know if those of you who recall 2016, Trump fired this girl, uh, defamed her on national television. Uh, now, and, and was discredited, not discredited, but uh, prevented from moving forward when he was in the White House. Now he's citizen Trump. That is now moving forward. A High Court in New York said, yes, this case for defamation can, in fact, move forward. Summer Zerfos is now suing Donald Trump 
for defamation. The case is moving forward. Number five, protection against a president, not as a citizen. Another defamation case. Another defamation case. Um, And and also, this case is tied to this. Um, Trump made his campaign aides and people close to him sign a non-disclosure agreement in the 2016 campaign, a very broad-based, very vague non-disclosure agreement. Well, guess what happened, folks? That went to court. A high court declared that non-disclosure agreement to be void because it was too vague. So now these folks are, have cases against Donald Trump. This is, this is amounting to very big legal issues for Donald Trump. So we have, not, we have not lost Donald Trump on this show. We will be following him. <laughs> we will be following yes, him. he keeps popping up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the He's mayor, I couldn't think of his name. I, I, I got to say, I, I thought of this a while ago. I just was moving on to you. It's uh, Giuliani, of course. Giuliani. You know, Giuliani. Yeah. Of course, the yeah. name I, I don't know why I drew blank earlier, but you know, what do they call it? Brain farts, you know, whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, I have, I've been having these more frequent, more, you know, I, I've, I've become agitated with these things that are happening in society really aggravate me. And, and I think they, I think they cause brain farts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of those myself, Andy. <laughs> oh my God. Let's bring Hunter Biden back into. We don't want to just come off as anything that has is anti-Trump. We talk about on the show uh, that is not at all true, um, because uh, we can talk about Hunter Biden, Joe's uh, Joe's Joe Biden's son. Um, he was he's in the news again because uh, he dodged several questions in a new interview about the controversial laptop that uh, is tied to him and was seized by the FBI in 2019. Um, Hunter Biden said in an interview uh, clip that was released today. Again, this is all breaking. This is this is fresh, folks. I got to catch these things and then summarize them and get them out here on our show because they're important. I think to to talk about because they're in the news and we talk about things that are in the news. So um, yes, this clip was released today. Uh, he has no idea whether or not the laptop belongs to him, but acknowledged that it was certainly a possibility before raising several other theories. Um, and he said that uh, there could be – this is quote, unquote, uh, Hunter Biden. There could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. Uh, that's what Hunter Biden said. Uh, he oh, further really? said that – yeah, that he could uh, – he also said that it, uh, he was hacked, and it could be that it was that uh, Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen or there was a laptop stolen from me, and if it was stolen from me, there may have been a hacking that took place in that laptop. Comments um, – are some of ones that were made public by uh, by Biden about the matter, actually by Hunter Biden himself during the 2020 campaign. Yeah. So, because um, Donald Trump, if you recall, repeatedly cited the laptop and alleged the contents to promote dubious corruption claims against Biden and his uh, Hunter Biden, you know, and uh, and Joe Biden regarding their. Uh, dealings in Ukraine. We all remember that. I know we had a call on the show that went on and on and on about Hunter Biden. We had to hang up on him because you, you think that uh, you think that Trump at the time was running against Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, we, we, we tried to get in somewhere and we couldn't. So we hung up on the guy. I remember that. It's a caller from Arkansas and, and maybe a listener I to the do. show. Yeah. So, so call, so caller in Arkansas, you're welcome to call in again. And, uh, and, you know, and we knew your guy lost. So let's talk about it anyway. 
but your guy lost by seven million votes. Uh, I also want to bring up every once in a while I like to bring this fact up that we did call because sometimes we say like you know that we we said that the uh, that an indictment is coming that Trump will in fact in this is an opinion will be mm-hmm. but it's to me it's so it's it's a fact in my in my in my world um, that Trump will be indicted uh, uh, towards the summer. And okay. I just want to remind everybody, we called the presidential election in May or April, right around there. We called the electoral vote, landslide, by Trump's own words, of 305 to the T. We underestimated the popular vote by significant amount. You know, it was, it was, it was over 7 million, and we thought it would be 5 million. But we yes. did way before the election, when about time that Trump saw the numbers that he was going to, in fact, lose this thing. And then he started the, the baseless claim that even though the election was six months away, uh, the only, it's going to be rigged. This is going to be a rigged election. That's why I'm going to lose it. Believe me, it's rigged. I'm going to lose and started the whole thing. Sidney Powell, you know, all these Rudy Giuliani, everybody came on board. Oh, this thing is going to be rigged. And after the election, see, I told you it was rigged. See, they stole it and came up with all these crazy baseless lies about how to prove that it was stolen after the fact because we predicted it would be stolen. And here's the proof that we have that it, in fact, was, even though we said it was going to be stolen six months before the election, before any of these stories could materialize because the election hadn't happened yet. But we're going to, now, that, now that it's happened, we're going to prove how it happened. Anyway, don't get me started. Please. 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 Take a moment. Take a moment. Please. You know, really. Oh, God. Uh, you better? Know I mean? Feel better now? It's okay. For this coming week, you are not going to initiate. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Thank you. I won't. Hey, I heard Uh, the the Capitol was um, – somebody rammed a vehicle into the building. They did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, They rammed into a – uh, you're right about that, and thanks for bringing that up, actually. Um, U.S. Capitol Police officer has uh, died, and another oh, is injured. Goodness. Yeah, uh, thanks, for bring, thanks for bringing that up. Um, a suspect rammed a vehicle into the police barricade just outside the Capitol building on Friday today. Um, right, okay. Uh, and um, the suspect in the attack uh, also uh, has died. The suspect was not on radar of the U.S. Capitol Police before the attack, but the attack does not appear to be terrorism-related, police said uh, in an afternoon briefing, which happened today. Again, I'm three hours. It's 2 o'clock here at Pacific Times. This all happened Eastern Time earlier in the day today. Um, The the scene is still obviously being processed and will be for for, several more hours. Uh, the, the D.C. Metropolitan Police said that there is no indication of an ongoing threat. This is an isolated uh, event. Um, the uh, officer's family, uh, as, of, as of this show right now, has not yet been notified, um, and uh, therefore his name will not be released. Um, okay. And yeah, uh, and, and you know, and we heard about the mass. There was a mass shooting in L.A. a couple of days ago, where somebody walked into a uh, office complex in uh, Orange uh, Orange County and walked up. It's about 30 miles from my house. Walked up to uh, wow. an office um, and uh, killed four people, including a, ch- a child. Of course, we know about the uh, oh, shooting in Colorado uh, this week that killed 10 people uh, randomly in a food store. We knew about the Atlanta terrorist attack. Uh, uh, allegedly, uh, was a racist uh, event against an Asian population. We don't know that to be fact yet, if that's alleged. Uh, we've had um, 
I think you know seven days of seven shootings where more than one person was killed um, in seven days. COVID that all our mass shooting incidents in this country have been tamed enormously over the period of time that COVID has been among our population and things are loosening up. And as they do and open up, we are starting to see an escalation in these mass shootings. Be safe out there. Yeah. people. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Definitely. It's a crazy. There are some nuts in our population. There's some crazies. And, 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 you know, you and I have, have talked about our, 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 both of our being like-minded regarding gun control. Um, yeah. And and you know and and me actually I'm very much opposed to guns and owning guns uh but I do have a patent um tank in my backyard. You want to mess with me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed to to having uh tanks, but guns, yeah. You know, you want to take me on, take take my tank on, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um yeah, you know. No, but anyway, uh, guns, you know, why does anybody need an assault rifle? Why does anybody, you know, hunting, I understand. I'm not for killing animals. I stay up all night if I'm afraid of a spider. When I was a kid, I'd stay up all night and wait for the spider to leave to make sure it wouldn't come down on me. But I would not in any way kill that spider. No way. And to this day, bugs I don't like are weird or whatever. That you'd be, oh, there's a spider. Go kill it, whatever. Not me. I catch it and I put it outside. So... Yeah. Me, 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 and, me, and kill, me and killing things don't get along, especially especially other people. Uh, why anybody would want to have a gun is beyond me. Um, you don't have them there where you're, uh, you are, Amanda. Even the, the, the beat police officers carry uh, magic wands, right? They do not carry <laughs> guns. Yeah, yeah, the police here carry ma- magic wands and they turn you into fairy dust if you don't, if you don't behave. But, uh, <laughs> no, we don't have guns here. We, we're we're, we're uh, a gun-free country, although, you know, it does come in on black market and smuggled into the country. Um, there has been people killed in my hometown by a gun, sure. Mm. So that, yeah, that's we, always very frightening when it happens. But yeah. um, you've got plenty of murder that goes on here. I mean, London's got very high statistics of murder rates. And uh, I think well, at I, one I, point I, theirs was higher than New York. So if guns are illegal, because we have a huge, mm. huge death by, you know, in, you know, here people have killed people with guns. High, incredibly yeah. high. Yeah. What, what? What? Are they knifing people? What? What? How are they being? Uh, people have yeah. guns illegally, I guess, right? And, and, got, and people have illegal guns. I assume. I don't know. But is it uh, knives? Guns, guns are illegal. Yeah, sure. Like I said, they do come in in the black market and they're smuggled into the country. Um, people do get hold of them. They've been here in my town. But yeah, generally it's knives, knives, and um, any other kind of weapons that they can. Anything you can use as a weapon, right? If somebody, like I said to you on a previous show, if somebody's going to hurt somebody, they'll find any way to do that. And mm. knives are uh, so easily accessible. They're in your kitchen drawer. You go in, grab one, take it out, hide it in your jacket. Nobody knows any different. And boom, there's your weapon. So, mm. um, yeah, it, that knife crime is huge. It really is, yeah. My goodness. Well, yeah, yeah well... You know, you have a you know, if somebody comes into a, a school or a public market um, and 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 wants to kill a bunch of people, they have uh, a much less chance of succeeding in killing and doing a mass execution than they would with a attack uh, or assault rifle. That's for darn sure. And and, and especially yes. from other people, maybe you know, you take ten people against one, and the one's got a gun. You know, ten people, bam, wrestle them to the ground. Somebody may get hurt or something in the process, but you know, it's much more difficult to do if somebody has a gun, obviously. So. Yeah, we got a, the, the the number. If this is you know the the, the mass um, you know murder 
uh, by gun here is just you know taking an incredible toll as, as a recent. Uh, moving ahead, yeah. uh, we, this is breaking as well. Isn't it cool just having all this breaking news just come right over the wire right here? Unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of cool in a way. But the uh, what we just spoke well, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes ago about uh, the uh, use of a COVID-19 passport to show that you're vaccinated. Well, just on the possibility that that might happen, that it's a conversation. It's in discussion. It's uh, we don't know what something we'll look into, might not do it, might infringe. We don't know what it's going to do. Anyway, well, upon hearing that that could potentially happen, not that it will, not that it will, right? Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed an executive order today banning the mandated use of COVID-19 passports in the state. The oh, order really? goes okay. into effect right now during the show because uh, he signed it because he, he was asked, when does this order go into effect? And he responded by saying during the Andy and Amanda show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. He, uh, he said that the vaccines are available but not mandated in the state, and uh, he cited freedom and privacy concerns uh, as the primary basis for the action. Yeah, he said right. that uh, – I'll quote him here. This is a, this is a quote uh, from the governor, Ron DeSantis, quote-unquote. He says, individual COVID-19 vaccination records are private health information and should not be shared by a mandate, end of quote. Uh, he further right. said that the COVID-19 vaccine passports reduce individual freedom and will harm patient privacy. Whether I've been vaccinated, I don't think that's a private matter. If somebody comes up to me, they're no. not wearing a mask and, and they have not been vac- vaccinated. In fact, they could be killing other people by their presence in a public in a public setting. Yeah. I damn well right want to know whether they've been vaccinated or not. You better fucking yeah. believe I want to know. Yeah. Damn straight, god damn it. More explicit 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 more the more explicitives. <laughs> more more explicit explicit. Hey, there's something awfully spooky going on around here. Uh, uh, more explicatives. Forthcoming, yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, see, there's all this, all these news items, you know, hot off the wire, just uh, uh, amazing, amazing. You know, yeah, um, yeah. the we talked about the uh, U.S. has um, on the border ap- the apprehend the apprehensions uh, spiked in March, as we talked about earlier in the, last week in a couple of shows, actually. Uh, and also, as we discussed on the show, a record number of unoccupied migrant miners have been part of that spike. Um, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol Protection encountered 171,700 migrants in March, including a record number of unaccompanied miners, far exceeding the prior month's totals and continuing an upward trend dating back to last year. And this mm. is just according to some of the preliminary data. I just have this. You know, we talked we talked about the graphs and numbers on an earlier show. I don't want to dive too much yeah. more into that right now. Um, yeah. I'd rather see. I'd rather see. Okay, we know it's an issue. We know we know it's spiked. We know it caught. You know, um, Biden obviously loosened the restraints on um, on immigration, uh, mostly having to do with people fleeing persecution, uh, putting families back together, uh, and you know, with a good, kind heart in mind and intention was good. I, I think that. The loosening of these restrictions, of course, created an influx 
of many, many more, thousands more immigrants, and of course these unaccompanied children. And what I'd rather spend time discussing is not the issue because we know it's an issue. We already talked about it. We've talked about it on the show. I'd rather discuss the remedy. Let's see how that yeah. pans out and if it pans yeah. out. And when it, when it begins to happen, we will, we will bring that up again on this show. There's no reason to further discuss the problem because we already mentioned it being a problem. We all know it is. Okay, done. Mm. Let's see how it pans yeah. out. Let's see how it gets fixed. We're going to dive into it and, and condemn, uh, condemn the president. <laughs> oh, my God. We told you, oh, Trump was much better. Da, da, da. Nah, nah, not on the Indian Manor show. We ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. No, 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 no. Sorry. Onwards. Uh, uh. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. The, uh, the, um, the, oh, you know what's kind of interesting? Uh, what's that? A man was, a, a man was a, attacked. This is important. I can't believe we didn't address this in the show. Holy crap. How do we let this uh, slide by? Uh, okay. A 34-year-old man. Uh, by the name of Lance Carlson, was walking on the beach. I'm looking for somewhere to swim with his daughter in, uh, uh, you know, just in Grant Bay, a popular it's a snorkeling area about uh, 140 miles north of um, of Perth, Australia, where we have a population of listeners. And greetings to you in the down under. I hope you're keeping the Barbie warm for me. I know you're there listening to the show. Um, <laughs> So anyway, I, I want to bring this up because I saw, hey, we have listeners in Australia. Let's do something about Australia. So, um, so this guy, Lance Carlson, um, saw what he thought was a stingray leap out from the water. It wasn't a stingray. It was an octopus. Yes. And he started filming <laughs> okay. it. Just in time really? for the angry octopus to launch itself at him. And you can watch the video of this. It's on instant. It's on, it's on Instagram, 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 Instagram. Yes. So you should watch this. It's there. Watch the attack. Watch the attack in Perth, Australia of an octopus on this guy walking down the beach. Right. Anyway, okay. I, yeah. So, so <laughs> thank you. I just thought I'd mention that because I yeah, thought, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, you know. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. yeah. So anyway, I, I'm probably wondering why is it that we've extended the show even beyond the two-hour mark for so long? And the reason why is this podcast is going to be edited. We have to take some things out of it, some technical glitches that we had. So we need to give ourselves enough commentary to back into to make up for the part we're cutting out, the parts where we have to edit, which are basically just technical glitches and so forth, um, to fill in that time to bring us up to what would be a normal two-hour Friday podcast. So there we go. Yes. And yes. Those, of you who are, those, of you, those of you who are listening live get to hear us for an extended period of time. Not because we still want to be here, because believe me, we do have better things to do with our time. Too. No, we... <laughs> we do like being here. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we really do. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. And um, occasionally, occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and. Um, Anyway, and, uh, let's sing. Uh, let's do, yes. let's, let's sing. nothing but a happy song, girl. Cry, 
I love that song, by the way. Thank you. And, and what we had done, we just... The um, human element has been removed. Yes, from the show. Hopefully, yes. our listeners are saying, I hope forever. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, anyway, uh, this has been a great week. We've had a great... Uh, We've had a great week here on the Andy and Amanda Show, Coast to Coast Live, uh, doing a show on Blog Talk Radio and producing these podcasts. And we want to thank our podcast listeners on the various devices and uh, means that you are listening and hopefully enjoying the show. Our guest on the show has been Sashe, otherwise known as uh, Lakai. Uh, and we hope yes. you go to her website. Once again, it's selfloveisfreedom.com and learn more about her. Uh, it's been great having her on board this show. Um, and of course, it's always great sharing um, the week with my partner and co-host on the show, Amanda Love. Oh, absolutely. It's always a pleasure to uh, do a show with you as well, Andy. Spend these, yes, these it, moments together. <laughs> it, it, is, it is true. It is truly uh, wonderful. And uh, because um, I really do. I actually and, like women much more than I like men. No, and, and, this, that's and great. this it is, and this particular woman, you know, Amanda Love, folks, and check out. We talked earlier in the show. Her music is amazing. You've got to check out Amanda's music. It's, it's oh, incredible. thank you so much. I appreciate I just want that. To, wanted to uh, plug that one more time, and um, <laughs> and and I think we're going to wrap the week up here on the Amanda and Andy, Amanda and Andy show. Notice I'm giving you first name <laughs> billing here because you deserve it. Oh, oh you're so yes. Sweet. Thank you. And yeah. and, uh, and we're we're gonna now Monday, remember, folks. Those of you who are listening live, we know there's some people listening live, and we of course do invite you to call in anytime. Um, on Monday, we are uh, have a different time show. We we kind of bend the, the time down, adjust it uh, to an earlier time for our population in the UK, uh, because in the UK it's in fact five o'clock happy hour on Monday when we have this show. And it's a 9 a.m. show yes. Pacific time and a noontime show Eastern Standard Time, whatever that translates to your corner of the world. We know we're all over the world, uh, so be it. But giving you those time parameters figured out, and that's what time we are on Monday. This show, uh, you might be hearing it over the weekend because we run it four times Saturday, two, three or four times on Sunday. Then we come back again live on Monday. So having you know, getting all that out of the way um, – I'm ready to go grab a, a cocktail. Ooh, and, uh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. And um, uh, and we'll call, um, you know, I guess we can start calling this uh, and ending this show. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes, we have. Always, always a, a fun and pleasurable experience. So Honest. Amanda Love in the UK, <laughs> take us home, yes. sweetie pie. Okay, so on behalf of Andy Kimball in the one and what was uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. we start again. Wait, let's do this again. Ready? Let's, okay, let's ready. Do it again. Amanda Love, you do this so well. You do this so well. We can't wait to hear you do it again. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so on behalf of Andy Kimball. In the amazing and stunning California Hollywood, and myself, yeah. Amanda Love, somewhere in the UK. I'll leave that up to you to decide where. Um, <clears throat> thank you for being here and joining us for another amazing show. Thank you to Lakai, the freedom writer, 
for joining us and sharing her wonderful work with us. And I hope it was inspiring for you. And we'll, 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 we'll hopefully have you with us on the, the next show if you didn't get bored enough. And, uh, yeah, come join us. Have fun. Ho- Hang out. Hopefully, hopefully you'll join us on Monday, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a- hope so. Again, my- Let's announce those Monday live times again. Uh, five o'clock, right in the UK, Monday live. That's right, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and a noon time on USA and nine a.m. Uh, West Coast. No- noon time, I said USA. Noon time East Coast and nine a.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time. And to join yeah. the conversation, and we really encourage you to do this, folks. Five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Andy and Amanda Show, and you can uh, join us live and get our archives and so forth so again absolutely thank you thank you very much we'll see you monday have a safe great nice weekend whatever you might do absolutely yeah take care folks (laughs) yes oh east oh you know what easter is sunday i forgot it's it's (laughs) you watch those uh you know chocolate bunnies and easter eggs you know don't you know they can be uh you know they can harm they can be <laughs> Very harmful to your health. I should be some chocolate. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, I, I'm in the mood right now for chocolate. Oh my god. Ooh, I just got yeah, this. Yeah. Wow. You know, is it true? For it, is it? But... Is it? You know the problem. You know chocolate. No time you know, for sex. Chocolate makes. Just is it true that cho- chocolate is an f uh, uh, is an aphrodisiac? Is that true? Uh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Andy. I mean, not from my experience. <laughs> <laughs> on the next, on the next, Andy and Amanda show. Yes. Now remember Please take this. Care, everybody. One more thing before you go. Just remember this. Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, never. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Should we hang up now? All right. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. I think All right, let's enough. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Have a, again, have a safe weekend. We'll see you Monday. Enjoy doing whatever you do on the weekend. Happy Easter, everybody. For those who celebrate, wish you all the very best. Have a great day. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye.